past you, scurvy dogs. Ahoy, me hearties. Shiver me timbers, you scurvy bilge rats. I want to pillage your booty. Uh, hoist the sails, or hoist the anchor, and something to say, I don't know. Jolly, jolly me, Roger. Jolly me, Roger, because it be talk like a pirate day, so get to swabbing the deck. Cleave him to the brisket. I have a whole, whole list of pirate sayings. I am a good day. so serious right now. Darcy blows. Yeah. Serious as uh, I don't. Uh, David Jones Locker. Serious <gasps> as scurvy. Um, both good, yeah. Both good. Take your pick. Um, <laughs> because it be one of my favorite holidays of the year. <laughs> International Honestly, talk like a pirate day. It's turned into one of mine. I'm vastly in the mood. It, it hits every year. Yeah. It hits every single time. And it rolls around and I send an aggressive all caps text into the family group chat. And only my dad responds because he's the only person that cares about Talk Like a Pirate Day. So it's just our uh, the two of us aggressively pirate speaking back and forth in the midst of a group chat. Um, <laughs> and that's really what the whole day is about. And now, as of last year and also this year, mm-hmm. it's about pirate. I mean, truly shiver me timbers. They've been shivered. They've been shivered. I have read nothing but pirate romances in the past, like, 72 hours. Yeah. It's going to my head. <laughs> there are a lot of things happening. There are a lot of things happening. I I've just... had a fascinating experience. I feel like no matter what your mood is, uh-huh. like, no matter which, if you want, like, full-on swashbuckling pirate versus just like a hint of pirate and your mostly standard historical romance Mm -hmm. i feel like i've got a wreck for every everyone on that scale there's just like they're just so different yeah than like anything else they really are i mean the ones that i've read this weekend have all been great yeah but also from each other. Past. They're also very di- the ones that I've well, read anyway are very yeah, different. Yeah, I tried to as well as I tried to um read some different I still I did gentle rope. Um I wasn't going to because I was like, I don't have time. I made time. <laughs> as you should. As <laughs> everyone I mean, should, actually, now that I've read that book. Very true. I have a need to go back and read the rest of that series. Same. I'm very intrigued. Um just wild that we yeah. went from Prisoner of My Desire to that and not, i don't know that she i don't know what order those were written but I just no like clue. the fact that those are the only two joanna Lindsay i've read yeah um it it's like my brain yeah i don't the duality like disson- of man the, yeah there's like a dissonance yeah. i don't i don't know um yeah i i can't say that i recommend just reading like boom 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 like pirate romance after pirate romance after pirate romance i do it's like I, they just all they blend together but they're yeah. also different and then it's just like you're like who's tied to who like what where bombs not somebody commenting what? on my tiktok in this moment recommending me another pirate romance i've never well daphne du maurier is that oh yeah someone someone yeah someone recommended that to me too she said um it wasn't traditional but she did recommend it let me see 
Interesting. Let me see. Not your usual fare, but Frenchman's Creek by Daphne du Maurier. Yeah, that's Is that the, the one I was recommend. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie. Um, I don't. And autumn. I did not have time to get off. to it. I but... I literally just got the tech uh, the, the the comment mm-hmm. just now, so I also mm-hmm, did not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> if you pull different enough pirate romances, because the one, I mean, I read, like, campy to really meticulously researched to, uh, where's my I think we had such jig. different experiences. <laughs> Mine were all just, <laughs> like, dark and violent to now kind of, like, quirky and fun. Yeah, I don't even know how to... What did I even read, guys? I don't even know at this point in my life. Like, Lady Pirate Cat... Wow. I mean, I've been having the time of my life. It's been so good. They've all been five stars. (laughs) Like, I can't... And it's like... And I'm like, maybe it's not five stars. And then I'll... And I'll read, like, the next page. I'm like, just kidding. It is. Like, it... I've been on... Mostly four. Yeah. But it'll always be like just one thing that like just bothered yeah. me enough that I'm like, mm, it didn't quite that... get me to a five. But like, I, I have a great time. It's mm-hmm. always just like maybe one thing that knocks it down just a star. Yeah. That was me with Gentle Rogue until the end. And then it was just so funny. <laughs> like, I mean, it was funny the entire time. But like, there were just some things that like. There are some cinematic like, moments in it. that book. We're we need to next season we need to just do an episode on it because I already have a lesson that they give in the book and it's super easy. So like you know I have been thinking about the scene where she's having a very genuine conversation with her brother while in the background he is physically fighting off like a whole row of sailors and then he just appears behind her. Yeah. I think about that. And he's like, love me? <laughs> he's like, great. Yeah, he's like, we're leaving now. But like, I just, it's like so, <laughs> like, it's giving movie, it's giving cinematography. The it like, is. I can just see down below on the lower deck and in the background, him single-handedly fist fighting all of these men while she's having an earnest heart to heart with her brother in the foreground. And it makes me cackle my one i have a note instead of go piss girl it's go puke girl because their whole their whole bit was that she was getting nauseous because she was turned on what a bit that was incredible i saw a bad review that somebody left where they like hated that bit because it just didn't make sense and i was like um do you just despise fun (laughs) i you can't call yourself a pirate like if that you don't like that bit, is such a funny bit. Uh, okay, we need to back up. We need to. <laughs> welcome to romance your TBR, me mateys. Oh yeah, I shouldn't say welcome. Avast, ahoy, <laughs> ahoy. That yeah. And welcome to <laughs> TBR. But suddenly, I've forgotten every pirate. Yeah, I don't know phrase. Ahoy, me hearties. Ahoy, me hearties, and yeah. step on board. Or, or walk the plank. Because we are set in sail here on Romancer TBR. The Not HMS either. Romancer TBR. <laughs> we are giving Her Majesty uh, 20 to 40% in taxes. So we're privateers, actually. <laughs> I learned the difference this weekend between a privateer and a pirate. 
and it all comes down to Texas. You oh, you're not mm-hmm. really a shadow and bone person. Never mind. I, you mentioned that person last time, and I was like, ha ha ha, smile and wave. Okay. Did not know who you were talking about. Now I see it's shadow and bone. Mm-hmm. We've come to the yeah, that's my epic bad. conclusion of this. His whole <laughs> this is so good. he has like a lo- he's actually a prince, but he mm-hmm. has a Grisha change his face so that he's a pirate. He has like an alter ego essentially because he's a younger prince. All of these pirates have do what he wants. Sure, yeah. but this one is like magical face and body altering. Yeah, that hasn't happened in any of these. But the whole running bit is that everyone keeps calling him a pirate, and he corrects them every mm. single time to say privateer. I see. I mean, it does mean a difference of, like, being hung. So, I mean, I guess I would, too, correct if I was weak. I'm not. I'm a pirate, guys. But, yeah, I learned the difference. I think one book said 40%, another book said 20%. I don't quite know if it was different between – I think this one had a king, the other one had a queen. So – must have changed throughout throughout history but yeah I, i've learned stuff so you've learned stuff mm-hmm. i'm trying to find there's a oh there's a, a bit in the amelie howard where the the girl is asking her or she she's pretending to be a pirate, you know, as she does. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, "I'm Bonnie Bess, scourge of the Caribbean Sea," which, of course, is she. Lisbeth is Bonnie Bess. Mm. So, I mean, she knows. Yeah, Narina knows her as Bonnie Bess, so oh, she gotcha. is pretending to be her. Um, and she says, "I have an excellent authority that Bonnie Bess is not a pirate; she's a smuggler." Uh, and the girl goes, "That's because you are her. What's the difference?" And she says, "Pirates attack ships on sea on the seas and plunder them. Smugglers help get goods to people who need them without paying astronomical duties." And she says, "So smugglers are good?" And she goes, "No, they're not." And she's like, "Oh no." <laughs> so there's, uh, it's complicated. I've got some pirates. I've got some smugglers. I've got some privateers. I've got some piratical sailors. Mhm. Mhm. I agree. I've got I feel like the one that we're both currently reading, I mean, he's pretty close to a pirate. He is a pirate. Yeah, like I feel like he's like the most pirate that I've read. Oh, really? Out of mm. these. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel um, like the other ones kind of like I've read some pretty piratey pirates. I've read more of just like funny books i don't know i don't know what's going on i I don't know there are ships there's water (laughs) yeah well you haven't guessed there's there's like consummation after they got him super drunk and they got married oh dear and it but he wasn't the pirate she was the pirate it was it's a whole thing it was it was wild fair enough yeah fair enough really i can't argue with that no. Um, if no. you haven't figured it out, for Talk Like a Pirate Day, we're just talking pirate romances. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, have we read quite a few in the past few days. Yeah. And also some in the past, but mostly in the past few days. Mm-hmm. Boy, mm-hmm. will I be reading some more. I know, which is unfortunate to my TBR. <laughs> I know I accidentally added like two different trilogies because yeah. I read the first book in said trilogies and then mm-hmm. was like, well, I guess I have to finish this now. I'm like, the the Lindsay Sands wasn't, it was just a standalone, so is this Teresa Medeiros, and I'm like, why can't we have more of these? 
I need more. Because they'll, like, introduce mm-hmm. other piratical figures. I'm like, but what about them? What do you mean? What about them? The what about me Because there's, like, there's, like, hot siblings. Like, all of them have just, like, hot. What about love? Swarthy. What about piracy? So true. Not, not digital piracy. Only of the high seas. <laughs> That that's our. In this um, podcast, I'm not a we pirate, only I'm a endorse. <laughs> yeah. IRL piracy of the high seas. <laughs> yeah, we were uh, raised by the um, anti-bootlegging piracy ads using like Casablanca or something in black and white, making it very dramatic that we should not burn. Piracy is not a DVD. victimless crime. Exactly, it's not. The victim. In this case, Ooh. is me. Uh, yeah. The victim of all of these is me. Yeah. The lowest I have ever rated a pirate romance is three stars. Now, granted, I've avoided pirate romances that have pretty low general consensus ratings. <laughs> but, like, I've heard some yeah. controversial ones, and I came out just <laughs> applauding. She came out of the womb applauding, guys. <laughs> She's a pirate at heart. So true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've read – I mean, I haven't read a lot. I think I've read, like, six <laughs> that I could – talk. six and a half that I can talk about. Oh, boy. I'm at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, plus a bonus mm-hmm. one that's not really a pirate romance. Yeah, you've However, been training for this your entire life. <laughs> this is your true. Super Bowl. However, t- well, it, technically 12, I guess, because 10 and 11 – well, it, what? India Holton. <laughs> We got three books. <laughs> oh, you're so right. And those are okay. historical, but like Fantastical fantasy pirates. Yeah. And not all of them are only about pirates. Mm-hmm. And the pirates aren't of the high seas. They are of the air. I was going to say the high air. Yeah. <laughs> the high houses. Mm-hmm. I don't I know. I forgot how, about that. If you're listening to this, I feel like you must have already read India Holden's Plus. books. Because surely... Surely you haven't gone this long without picking them up. Son of a biscuit eater. Son of a biscuit eater. Splice the main brace. Oh my. Squiffy. I feel like I should Google some pirate phrases to just insert at random. You need like a pirate themed. Yeah, um, there is. There's a. There's. No, no, no. You need a pirate themed sound of some kind. Oh, I do. I have already searched pirate music. Okay, well, I Um, love that. Yeah, so I meant like a la Taylor it, Swift listen. reference, where you uh-huh. did the little ding. Oh, yeah. oh, oh! Time. We need that like makes, a. Yes. I don't know what that would be. Quack. Maybe it's just arg every single time. <laughs> I'll just sound. I'll splice that everywhere. <laughs> Please, arg! Oh, I can't. Um, we'll see what I can come up with in a cool twenty-four hours. We'll, cool let's, let's twenty-four see. hours. Let's see here. Um. Ooh. Yeah. Sea legs. <laughs> Just savvy? Sail ho! Okay, blow me down. So, starting off, we got India Holton's. Uh, we yes. got a pirate romance to kick us off with the Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels. Except, of course, that they are magical and they fly houses, and it's all very proper. Mm-hmm. And then book two is, of course, a pirate and a witch. Alex O'Reilly, the man that you Ugh. are. I love him. 
And then, of course, book three, neither of them are pirates. They're spies, but they are in a pirate house party. So mm-hmm. pirates abound. Pirates abound. <laughs> just, just like a, in this episode. <laughs> pirates abound. Uh, so, I mean, that can't yeah. go wrong there, truly. No. Uh, no. Those books. Dare I say it's been too long since I've read them, and it, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. But in my soul of souls, it's been too long. But in my heart. But in my heart, yeah. My cold, piratical heart. So we have that one. I'm trying to trace my pirate romance journey because most of them I did read very recently. However, mm-hmm. my first one that was like pirate tangential, like I don't even, my review is contradictory. On one hand, it says there were no pirates. On the other hand, I said it was pirate adjacent. I don't quite know who I trust. Both of them are, are me and I'm not very trustworthy, so who knows? The pirates inside of you? I have, I want more than two pirates inside of me, if I'm being oh, honest. I've, I've met a lot of good pirates. I mean, that's a lot of pirates at the same time. Sure. I feel like we that can would make it work. Hurt. I guess it you depends know, not all in the same. No. I feel like the math can math in this. We can. I, I feel out. like two pirates is my max. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> two pirates. <laughs> Caroline's max. Um, you just reminded me of a piratical threesome oh, what? that Adriana Herrera wrote oh. in her Villain I'd Like to F novella. Oh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> unaware. I just saw the soul leave your body. <laughs> I could have read a pirate threesome by Adriana Herrera. Yeah, you could have. I forgot about that. that I'm so hurt sorry. Me. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was again kind of pirate adjacent, but like it's in the villain anthology. We so actually like... have to stop recording right now <laughs> so that I can go read the pirate. It was something. the best one in that anthology. That entire thing was kind of a letdown, but Adriana did not let me down. She hoisted me up. Um, I was a flag waving that day. Was... Uh well, yeah, that was a it was a really good one. It was like the captain and then she was like a stowaway and then he was maybe like the second. I don't know. It was good. MMF. Let me see what that one was called. Uh villain. I'd like to F in all the holes. Oh my. That's graphic. <laughs> okay. Uh the bootlegger's bounty. So we've entered bootlegging territory. My one sentence summary, even on a boat, she only gets wet for criminals. Slay. Yeah. Not me immediately checking this anthology out <laughs> from the library just for that. Um, yeah, it was real good. Okay, well, <laughs> going down on the captain while he was steering. Jesus. Wow. All that's right. fun. Well, there you have it. Yeah. All oh my god. All hands and knees were oh my god. All hands and knees on deck. That's that really is the tagline. Fair enough. So can't argue with that. Yeah, so have a good time with that one. I, I forgot about that. I did forget about that. But everything is coming out of the woodwork here. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Back to the other one I was talking about when I 
had a brainwave. Uh, it was Hero Wanted by Bettina Cron, and there's like a literal a pirate ship on it, and it made you think that it was going to be about pirates because they get shipwrecked, but it wasn't really. Um, it was still it was a really good book, but it wasn't at the same time. I don't quite know. Um, I think they were kidnapped by pirates like at the end. Um, but the thing it starts out, I think they're just like two aristocrats. Um being set up and then they're on like a date they're like on a little canoe or whatever and then someone like goes in the water and she like tells the guy to get in and he's like i'm not gonna do that and then she gets in and she saves the people and then she's like angry at him and then they call off their engagement it's a whole thing oh my. Um, yeah because he can't he doesn't like the water um i do remember them getting kidnapped and there is a boat that they are on at the end but it was also like fades a black closed door in the most painful way. Oh dear. And it hurt really badly, but it was like really well written. Mm-hmm. So I don't quite know how to Yeah, it was hard. Uh Bettina Cron, I've read one of her other ones that was like a one of her older ones. Um and that one also wasn't very heavy on the steam, so I don't quite know her her levels. Um but this one was a recent one. Um like 2020, 2021 maybe. Um but yeah. That, that was, like, my first one, I guess, in my historical romance era that I had dabbled with. Yeah. And I didn't even really know it. I think other than the India Holton, the only yeah. one that is, like, sort of adjacent that I had read was Dukes Do It Better by Bethany Bennett. Someone commented on that um, on my Instagram. Interesting. As I mean, pirate. I love that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, you meet him in the epilogue of the first book because he uh the, the her the heroine of the first book's brother drags the villain off and gives mm-hmm. him to this guy um who is a navy captain but he f- falsifies papers and has the the villain transported hot it is hot but he's like sitting in a if i i mean it's been a hot minute since i read any of those books let mm-hmm. alone the first one if i recall He's, like, sitting in a tavern, like, drinking, and he meets with the guy, and they, like, discuss him transporting this very bad guy. It's been and so he long. says something about, oh, I think I'd like to meet your sister. And the guy is oh, like, absolutely and not. The... And then the sister is the heroine of his book. But I remember the, the sister one, from book two. I, like, started book three, but I never finished it. Yeah, so the third one, she audio. is a widowed single mother hanging mm-hmm. out in like a seaside town she makes a lot yeah, of she's baked great. goods um she's got her little son and she lives in a little cottage and she has a one night stand with a hot naval Tattooed. captain mm-hmm. yeah and then there's also a whole plot line where like he has her diary but doesn't realize that it's hers and it, she's kind of like a lifeline mm-hmm. for him so there's like that whole side plot anyway they both end up in london and they both are like, what if we just continued to have a little no strings attached thing going on for a hot minute? And then the feelings happen, which neither of them expected. However, two things imprinted on me. Actually, three. Number one, baby goats wearing diapers. Number two, uh, oh, shoot. It immediately left my mind. So it I has it. Oh, no, sorry. Tattoos? It was a wooden dildo named Roger. Oh. Number three was coloring in the tattoos. That's the Jolly Roger we all want. <laughs> 
Uh, Jolly Roger, indeed. Number three was him. She walks into his room and he's laying there shirtless, letting her little son uh, watercolor his tattoos. Mm. Also, he like helps him learn how to sail a little mini boat on the river and stuff. Like he, it gives you the Punch dad the content. Yeah. But he's like hot and tattooed. And at the end, like it's not on a boat, except on the end, there is a treasure map that his I'm dead gonna... dad left him to go find something. So that's a fun little piratical thing. Nice. Anyway, again, not a pirate romance, but if you want we're, just we're like a pirate hit, adjacent in this house. Just a little, if you're like, mm, I would like to dip my toe into the waters, but not jump off the plank and be shark bait. Hoo ha ha. That's yeah, what apparently it's called. Yeah, but also Nemo. Nice. Yeah, thank you. There you go. Um, also, don't read Dukes Do It Better without reading the first two books in the series. Just that is very true. Said, so, and book two we mentioned in our last episode changed me for the better, and maybe a little bit for the worse, <laughs> but in a good way. Um, the next one that I had read, probably like of my own accord not knowing it was pirate is the ugly duchess by eloisa james and you've read that one as well right no really nope haven't gotten there oh oh no okay well okay um this completely changes (laughs) how i was gonna approach this okay uh well they're like childhood friends they're very good friends she has never been considered like a beauty and um they're getting married and his father's a bad guy she overhears something like they have a pretty good wedding night like they both kind of rock their socks off each other like pretty good and then she overhears his father and then she he did something bad didn't feel so good for him um but like anyway she banishes him she's like we're no longer married get out of my house don't come by my house don't call me whatever don't call me And uh, he just leaves. He's like, okay, I'm just going to go. He turns into a pirate. Of course. He, yeah, he's like gone for seven years. Literally thinks that his marriage is over. Um, kind of has like a Princess Bride-esque Dread Pirate Roberts situation where he basically interns for a great pirate, turns into this great pirate, gets really good at sex in between there. Because he Obviously, like, yeah. yeah. So like. There, the reviews people don't like the infidelity, but That's honestly, not infidelity. Sh- their marriage, like he, he did not think that they were like they both were not married. It doesn't count as infidelity if both parties are no longer emotionally involved or like yeah. consider themselves in a relationship, I do, even if they are emotionally involved. If I they, do in- no. enjoy when both are having sex with other people. I mean, fair. Most like this one, she didn't have sex with anyone else. There was a uh, Lorraine Heath where I preferred her to be the one having orgasms rather than him because he didn't deserve them. But like in this one, he was only but like he he became sexually skilled. Guys, what do you want me to say? Like his piratical escapades led to orgasms for her. I really can't be bothered. Um, it was just a really fun book, and she like became a really well-known like fashion icon of the ton. And then she wanted to get divorced or like declare him dead, I guess. Um, And then when she was in court, he like storms in leather breeches, I think huge throws her over his shoulder. He's like, I'm not dead. We're still married walks out. And then the entire rest of the book is him just kind of like groveling and doing the deed with his sexually skills, sexual skills that he learned. 
and the high seas. So it was it was a really good one. That series is kind of nutty. Um, has some highs, has some lows. That one was a pretty big high. I was like, yo, only El- Eloisa. It was, yeah, it was really good. So definitely recommend for like a marriage in trouble, but also sexy pirates. So yeah. sexy pirates. Mm-hmm. That's love to love it. I mean, if we're going chronologically. Yeah. I did throw myself into the deep end at this point in my reading pirate romances. Bottom, I did not bottom, <laughs> I did bottom, not bottom, ease bottom. into this one. <laughs> I dove head first. And that was The Windflower by Laura. Oh London. fuck, I didn't okay. I know, Next and you season. betrayed me by not reading. I even that, though I told you you had. To. I completely forgot. I thought I hit all the notes. No, it's I, fine. It's <sighs> fine. It hurt my soul a little bit, but it's fine. It hurts my soul. I completely forgot about it. This is a uh, probably six hundred page. That did contribute to me forgetting about it. <laughs> if, I'm being, <laughs> if I'm being honest, so it wasn't uh, entirely unintentional. <laughs> I think, well, it was, the last two days, I definitely did not think about that book. I feel like before that, I was like, that's so long, and I have a limited amount of time. But I genuinely forgot about it. Valid, except that it's not. Um, yeah, because we're in that Because the thing about The Windflower by Laura London, which, number one, just an interesting factoid, Laura London was actually a married couple um, who co-wrote. Hell yeah. I like that. That's fun. Number two, this book is like an old school... Almost, but not quite, bodice ripper. Mm-hmm. I've talked about this probably on the podcast before, so folks it was may a long recall. time ago. Yeah, but it's been a hot minute. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an adventure screwball comedy in which this very silly young American girl. <laughs> let me let me read you the first line of this book, actually, because I feel like. That'll. Oh. I and you did it on audio, so it is available. I think I, it's not at any library. I know I have to do it from Audible. I did it. Scribd, oh, is it on Audible? I don't know. I did it through. It's on Audible. Um, yeah. It was while I was working for. Uh, it, it's the reissue is from Forever, so I was able to access the audiobook that way. The very first line of this book is uh <clears throat> mary patricia wilding mary spelled m-e-r-r-y by the way that's her name mm. mary patricia wilding was sitting on a cobblestone wall sketching three rutabagas and daydreaming about the unicorn <laughs> so Me too. number one relatable number two kind of almost like manic pixie dream girl before that was like a thing like that's her energy mm-hmm. of just like silly but like she's also very endearing like you, you're like you're so you're almost too stupid to live, but I also love you, because she's just so whimsical. Mm. I don't know. In touch with her I don't whimsical know. Nate. She's she's in touch with her whimsical nature. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she ends up it, it's this kind of convoluted. Like her family was British, but moved to america i guess before she was born so now they're like fighting for the americans in the war of 1812 but her ah, infamous so she and also she's a really talented artist so like her brother uses her to 
sketch people like for wanted posters and things and they Mm -hmm. go undercover to this tavern and these pirates show up and she kind of tries to get out of it and she gets grabbed by one of the pirates and he's really hot and they have a moment and then (laughs) and then he lets her go (laughs) yeah he lets her go but then later she's getting on this boat to go back to england and because of a prank that one of the servants plays she ends up in the captain's um or not the captain but this like british officials mm-hmm. cabin like they move her in there and she ends up while she's in there she gets kidnapped and dragged off this boat by these pirates and then one of the pirates from the tavern finds them and takes her from them and takes her back to the boat because he recognizes her as the girl that that other pirate was really into Okay, so you have this whole convoluted setup in which she gets kidnapped by pirates for no reason except that she was in the wrong place at the wrong time, essentially. Or right place, right time. Depends on how you look at it. And also, there's the pirate captain. He is doing things behind the scenes this whole book. So he is, like, pulling the string. Listen, he is just... Rand Morgan, what a guy. Anyway, she ends up on this pirate ship, and the one guy is really hot, and that's his main personality trait, and he thinks that she's the mistress of the British guy, Mm. and he hates her because of it, but she's also like, no, I'm not, but she can't say who she is because that would get her brother in trouble. Mm -hmm. So she's just kind of stuck on this pirate ship, and he is kind of trying to, like, threaten to torture and rape her, but he never actually rapes her, but he does make out with her forcefully. So there's a lot of things happening. At one point, she is given a pet squid in a bucket. That's a whole thing. All of the pirates on this ship kind of fall in love with her a little bit. That's such a theme. Yeah. like If you have a pirate book (laughs) and a pirate ship full of smelly big men aren't falling in love with the heroine what are you reading that's so true um it happens in all of them as it should because is that not all of our fantasy but it's the best trope all of these pirates are so distinct in character and so funny and i would die Mm -hmm. for that and you have like the one that took her in the first place that he is almost like maternal towards her which is funny Mm -hmm. because he's like vicious and bloodthirsty and like really pretty scary but then also the other pirates make jokes about how, like, oh, is he, like, masticating her food for her yet? Like, <laughs> he just loves her. And then, again, she almost gets raped sometimes. But then also sometimes she ends up on a deserted island watching a dead body get resurfaced and eaten by a crocodile. And sometimes she has malaria. Oh, and then we end up in England because mm-hmm. people aren't who they always say they are. Life lessons. <laughs> and, and, and weirdly, despite the fact that he threatens to either rape her or give her to the crew to rape. That's also a theme. He never does. Mm-hmm. Well, he almost does, but he doesn't. And then they don't mm-hmm. even have sex until they're married. And I was like, huh, good for them. What a choice that Laura London made. And it's very flowery and vague. And there are kittens involved afterward. Not during the act, but afterward. Okay, I was like, uh... No, no. Kinkier than I thought. Afterwards. Uh, This is a bizarre book. It is 600 pages. And at no point in the entire book could I possibly have guessed where it was going next. But I did love it. I was confused. But I did love it. 
And I love that for you. Look, sometimes you just got to get tortured. So, on a which boat. pirate does she end up with? Like, what? The hot which one. Which one's her pirate? The hot, the hot one, one who is the half brother of the captain. It's the okay. one that she had a moment with. You know. He, she, she, so, she, it was she a moment. She had a moment one. with him. Okay. And then some other pirates kidnapped her. And then another pirate, the bloodthirsty one that becomes very maternal, finds her and knows that the hot one so that, liked okay. her. So he brought her back because he's the ha- the hot one's the half brother of the captain, who also has connections. Because again, he's like a puppet master. He's doing stuff behind the, the tangled the whole time. rigging they weave. The tangled rigging they weave, which we'll get yeah. into rigging later on. Because I boy, saw do I that have a story because I because I had the next one I'm going to talk about did not do that, and it hurt me. That's tragic. They should do that. They should yes. all do that. Um, yeah, that was the uh, J- the Windflower by Laura London. I liked the audiobook because everybody has very different accents. They're from all over. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. But. I will. I will be reading it. We will have an episode on it in probably season three. Um, the lesson will have something to do with a squid in a bucket, or maybe when you bury a body on a stranded island, where you should bury that body so it doesn't get resurfaced and eaten by a crocodile in front of you. <laughs> Put that in your notes. Uh, I'm sure that will come up in all of our lives. <laughs> you we never. Need that we no. don't. I when none you're of these gonna have knew. to bury a dead no. pirate on an island. No, but I do know that dead whales explode. So there you have tangential, it. really. <laughs> you know, um, the one that I was talking about is in the Bachelor Chronicle series by Elizabeth Boyle. It's Memoirs of a Scandalous Red Dress. Now, I'm only bringing this up because other people love it. I didn't. Um, so it's number five in a series. So, like, you get this relationship started in book one. Um, there's a pirate and he, like, kidnaps her a little bit a little. Uh, in between books one and five. A little sure. bit. It's, it's interesting. Uh, you don't know what happened. You don't know if they banged. You really don't know what's going on. Classic. Um, so you are like raring to go when this book is up in the lineup. I was raring to go. And then it just did not hit like I wanted it to. But I've heard that it's other people's like favorite of the series. So read this. Like I wouldn't read this out of order. Um, I would definitely read this one as book five. Um, it's the same series as my love letters from a Duke that I talk about frequently. Um, so, yeah. But basically, he's just a pirate in the background until he's in the foreground. And aren't we all? <laughs> exactly. Just pirates in the background <laughs> until we're pirates in the foreground. You know? Yeah. It Believe it, in it yourself. really was. Be a pirate in the foreground in your own life. <laughs> That's so true. Because really, it had a major time jump that I just was not anticipating. Because it's like, you have the first four books... And then apparently it jumps like 20 years and she's been married. She's got kids. You don't know. Like there's a lot of things going on. And then so they're like older when they meet again. He's like a drunkard because his life has gone to shit because he doesn't have her. And then he's got kids and it's tangled rigging all the way down. Um, And then like there's a part where she's like in the rigging. Like he's got kind of got her tied up and then they just don't make anything sexual of it. And I was like, what, pray tell, is the point of that? And at that point, I lost all hope. I was like, how? You have it. You have you have the bone. You have the skull and crossbones of this formula. Let's put it to some work. Um, so, again, 
I enjoyed the client, like the building up to it rather than the climax, which I guess would be the book. But still, I think it was a good series. It kind of went downhill after that. It was, you know, mixed bag, mixed bag. Who knows what you like? It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was an American pirate. So what was his name? I don't know. Nothing cool like Captain Doom. So, well, then what's even the point, honestly? I don't know. My favorite part about this um, this Instagram post that I'm working on, it's Tuesday, so if it's not up right this second when you're listening, it'll be up within hours. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite part of putting it together, besides just the sheer joy of putting it together, is uh, listing the names and aliases of the pirates. Oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. Because truly, let's see. if i can find <laughs> i'll talk about this one in a minute uh but prince lazar de fiori the devil of antigua and he's also described in- and this is all in one section the devil of antigua the curse the damned the slayer of innocence burner of cities and he, i think if i remember correctly he's the one who's saying it so he's saying it no i think it's actually in the narration it's not even it's like all of the, you know, it's like vaguely anti-Islamic also. There are like yeah. Middle Eastern characters that aren't great, unfortunate. Um, but they're like, even those pirates are afraid of him. <laughs> I love devil of, the devil of Antigua, the cursed, the damned, slayer of innocence, burner of cities. <laughs> wow. What an iconic, like, what are you doing if that's not your tagline as a pirate? Yeah. Yeah. I do I do enjoy the aliases and the the different names cuz I know the Elizabeth Hoyt one has a fun the His aliases desires? Yeah. I thought he was just charming Mickey. Oh no. Oh no. He has a different persona that's arguably in my mind better than charming Mickey. A different Oh. The the domesticated one? Yeah. Mr. Rivers? Yeah, what is it? It is Michael Rivers. I want to smash him. He was hot. (laughs) I wasn't a huge fan. Not the pirate. Just the, like, homebody. Bro, it worked. It did a weird thing to me. I don't quite know. (laughs) That book was a roller coaster. Not my favorite. Um, But Michael Rivers can get it. Well, let's talk about it while we're talking about it. On all continents. Because that's on my list as well. Scandalous. So did you... Did you read it? Oh, yeah. Did you read the one before it? No. I read the first book in the series a long time ago. Then I skipped the second book so as to read Scandalous Desires. That's fine. second book was not great. I felt like unless something really drastic happened in book two that could not be explained. And I don't think that it did. Because in book one, you get the the big thing in their past. You definitely need book one. Because it it goes into, like, Duke of Sin. Like, that book trans... Yeah, it's bigger than a itself lot going on there. Yeah. But specifically yeah. in this case, you get book two their is entire meeting. Book mm-hmm. two, I don't know if it even comes up in the title. I assume that's when he like abandons the baby. Yeah. It's like a little bit in there. Uh, yeah. But that's kind of what I figured, so I, I just skipped it. Yeah. Listeners, if you don't know what's going on, Maiden Lane is a many book series. Isn't it like 12 oh. books? 
Yeah, it's like 12 or 13 plus some novellas. It's Georgian. It's like the darkest part of London. There's the the, the scourge of the seas and of London. And of London. Uh the mm-hmm. the uh ghost of St. Giles is scourge out. Scourge of Maiden Lane, Hannah. Scourge of Maiden Lane, goddamn. It was right there. <laughs> um I failed you. <laughs> failed me. Failed Pirate Mickey. So in book one, you get some other characters like side stories going on. Um mm. and in book one, so the the heroine of Scandalous Desires is Silence, who is the heroine of book one's sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and Silence is married to a guy who is bad at sex. And that's when how that you know, happens. That's how you he ain't know. gonna live. Um, <laughs> she's married to him, and he's he is like a sailor or a captain yeah. or something. He owns some ships, I think. Yeah. and then he got looted or something. Yeah, his ship gets looted. Unhappy. They know that it's charming Mickey O'Connor, the river pirate, the, the pirate king, I believe, as the he is called. King. The Pirate King of Chicago. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Sausage King of Chicago, guys. No, very different. The Pirate King. So, yes. violence is like, I got this, guys. I'm going to go handle this, as you do. So, she oh, pulls silence. up at Charming Mickey O'Connor's domain. I will never forget this scene. Because it's like a broken down, abandoned warehouse on the outside. But when you go in, it's like the walls are made of gold and studded with jewels. It's a magnificent palace. You walk into the throne room and there he is lounging insouciantly on a throne as he does. He's got like long dark hair and leather pants no, they velvet? velvet pants, my apologies, yeah. and over-the-knee le- <laughs> thigh-high leather boots. And I'm picturing, like, a lot of, like, coal around his eyes. Like, he's just You have to assume – I don't remember if this was mentioned, but you have to assume his shirt is unbuttoned down to, oh, like, yeah. the middle of his stomach. Big and billowy and white. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I- I- anyway, she's like, please give my husband his stuff back. Because he will get in big trouble. And he's like, I will do that if you agree to spend the night with me. And she eventually gives in. And he just, like, takes her to his room and feeds her dinner. And then she just stays there all night. And he, like, does work. That's it. Like, nothing else happens. And then in the morning, he makes her unlace her bodice and take down her hair and walk down the street like that. And so Mm -hmm. it ruins her reputation. It ruins her marriage. Then her husband goes to sea and dies, which you knew was going to happen because he was bad at sex. He wouldn't go down at her. He wouldn't go down on her, guys. So he went That's down. What happened with his ship? Yeah. So whoa, the poetic <laughs> justice of that. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Elizabeth Hoyt, I see what you were doing. Um, <laughs> I see you, <laughs> Queen. Um, mm-hmm. And then also, sometime in the meantime, a baby gets a ban- they uh, the the Silence's family runs like an orphanage essentially, and a baby gets oh, yeah. abandoned there, and she imprints on it, I guess, and takes this little girl in, and basically becomes her pseudo mother of this little toddler. Well, because the baby's left on her doorstep. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Yes. Yeah, so she has this baby now, and then at the beginning of this book, you find out she's hanging out, or she has showed up at Charming Mickey's place again because her baby got kidnapped. And it turns out he not only did he take the baby, he took the baby because it's his baby, and he had left it there with her. But now his enemies are after him, and he wants her to come live in his palace with said baby. Mm-hmm. And that's. That's all in the previous book and the first few pages of this one. Yeah, it was definitely a different book than I expected. Like, I was vibing the whole whole way through. The ends fell apart a little bit for me. 
Um, I'm just going based off my review. I really don't remember it. Uh, nothing will be as memorable as book four. Oh my god. Well, I haven't read book four scene. yet. So you need we're to not there yet. Um, he look. I live for the beauty and the beast of it all. The literal mm-hmm. like you won't eat unless you eat with me. Mm-hmm. He says, knowing full well his servants are sneaking her food mm-hmm. the whole time. My, my yeah. My favorite part and the most fucked up part of the book is that. <laughs> well, like throughout the whole book. Everyone else believes that she was, like, ravished by this pirate. Um, and no one in her family believes that she wasn't. She – I mean, that's honestly the scariest thing is to, like, know that you're telling the truth and then no one else to believe you. Well, like, you no know that that you. had to happen because her name yes. is Silence. Yeah. Oh, my God, Elizabeth. She just gets it, Okay, guys. come on now. That was very clear and intentional. Name yeah. is Destiny. That is, that is true. That is true. But then it happens again at the end and then he does believe her. And um, yeah. it's a – it was a cute, but yeah, Michael Rivers, uh, he did it for me. The Irish accent that, uh, what's her name, who narrates Ashford McNabb does for Mickey was not it for me. It just didn't work. It wasn't deep enough. I didn't vibe with it. I have that um, problem with Irish accents a lot. They tend to be higher pitched. Yeah. yeah, I've heard some good ones, but this in my day was not one of them. Um, so that kind of, I think, hampered some of my enjoyment. But he had a different accent when he was Michael Rivers, and it did things to me. So do with that what you will. Um, yeah, and he had, like, spectacles. He was hot. Well, he was also deeply traumatized. And one thing about me is I love a traumatized mm-hmm. uh, fictional man. Mm-hmm. Especially one who is like, no, I don't care about this baby. And then the baby, yeah, that deeply was cute. She has, like, curly cares hair. about oh. said baby. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. And mm-hmm. he is so cute and so traumatized. Yeah, apparently there was a villain throwing acid. I don't really, guys, I don't know. Oh, like, full on. Did he throw vitriol? Oh, yeah. Fuck, I forgot about. Yeah. Yeah, it was violent. Oh, no, that was. It was dark. Shit was crazy. It sure was, but it was Elizabeth Hoyt, so I coming, knew. It's all that coming it was, back to me now. It's all coming back. <sighs> Uh, yeah, no, I knew that was. I mean, I didn't know that specifically was coming, but I knew something messed up was coming. Um, he no, almost gets like, hanged. Like, they have a wedding yeah. night in prison. Yeah, he was in jail for a month. He not just he almost he does get hanged. He like he, yeah falls and is in the but news. then the ghost of Saint Giles, of course, <laughs> of course, mm, love you, ghost. <laughs> so. Uh, this mm. one not swashbuckling. There are no. They they are not on a boat at any point. No. So if you want that element of pirate romance, this is not where Andy I would go. Sandberg would but be if sad. you want just like a villainous antihero mm-hmm. who does pirate type things, he, mm-hmm. here's a river pirate for you. Here's a river pirate. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was less villainous. Um. Well, of course. I guess as I thought. He was, like, he didn't let it play on as long as I thought he was going to. Um, which was good, I thought. Like, I, I, it was, like, it played out in just in a different way than I expected that entire book to do. Like, based on what we had seen. So, I thought that kept mm-hmm. it interesting. And it was just, like, a different. That is the one, though, the audiobook that had the weird editing where it edits out a sex scene. And then, like, she's, like, teasing him. And then they're, like, asleep. And then he's, like, inside her. And then, like, there's a he's like reading. He has a dream, and it's like all out of order in the audiobook. So I don't quite know what happened there, but it 
really confused me. I was like, Elizabeth Hoyt, closed door. Who are we? <laughs> and then I got it like randomly out of context, like two minutes later. So who knows? But just if you listen to that one via audio, just know that that happens. Yeah. It really confused me. So Indeed. yeah. What was the, what was the next one that you were, I think we were talking about a different one. Um, I mean, it, I, it, I've read two Beverly Jenkins. Yeah. Um, both of which I gave the same rating, but one which I would recommend over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, so Destiny's Captive. God, I love that cover. Gorgeous cover. Great premise. Didn't love the execution. Here's the thing. Um, I mean, actually, let me say, I had a great time. It's Beverly Jenkins. Mm-hmm. So I had a great time. However, the book is called Destiny's Captive. And the premise of this book is that the heroine is a pirate who steals our hero's ship. He, like, wakes up. He's abducted and he wakes up tied to his own bed in his ship. Yay. And she steals the ship. And then he has to try to, like, track her down. Like, he vows to track her down and get his ship back. The abduction, all of that lasts, like, a couple of pages. Mm-hmm. And then she sails away with his ship. And there's a large chunk at the beginning of this book where they're separated because she sailed away with his ship and he doesn't know who she is and she was masked. Oh, so he's not on the ship? Or is he, he still is on the ship? Tied to his bed? But they got rid of him. <laughs> Sad. They put him in a rowboat and said, oh. bye, see yourself back to shore. We're going to take your boat now. So there's so- – and he's like, I'm going to find you. Here is what I do respect. And then I'll go back to the thing I didn't like. I respect that he spends a lot of time tracking this pirate down. He's like, I hate her so much. I want to kill her. I'm not going to. I'm going to turn her over to the law and be a good boy. But, like – I hate her so much, this stupid pirate. I'm going to find her. and Then he does find her at a party. He, like, goes through all that. He gets her name. He finds her. He reveals that he knows who she is. She makes a run for it. He chases her down. She grabs a rapier off the wall. He grabs the other rapier. They have a little sword fight. They finish the sword fight, and he's like, I am going to marry you. Because in the midst of that one sword fight, he was like, you know what? Um, He has a really deeply troubling past. The prologue is like a horrific hero of the worst years of it. Like, he was deeply, deeply traumatized um, and came back a changed man from those experiences. He's like, I've I've never felt anything like this, so I will be marrying Mm -hmm. you. And she's like, I don't want to. But then he does because she has to. And I respect that. However, Pilar is a Cuban rebel and pirate. Like, she's working with this underground rebellion to fight the Spanish government. She Mm -hmm. has a lot of feelings and does a lot of things. And she doesn't plan on getting married. And then she doesn't really have a choice because the government's after her. So she Mm -hmm. marries this guy and moves with him to California. And she's like, but how can I still help my people? Like, maybe I can still help, like, raise money and do things for it. And then she doesn't. She just kind of settles into being his wife, which is fine. Oh, yeah. But, like, what happened to the whole I want to keep fighting for Cuba thing? I see. It just kind of disappears over the course of the rest of the book. Mm-hmm. And 
I just wasn't expecting that from Beverly Jenkins. Mm-hmm. Because, like, what do you mean? So, like, a good time. But a confusing time. But a confusing time. Like, at the cost of the Cuban rebellion. That's a cost. Also, uh, there's another one on my list that kind of does this, too. But, like, for a man that experienced deep deeply traumatic events he just like goes back to where they happened to him and is like i've healed myself and i'm like i mm, uh, <laughs> i don't know that that's I, it happens in one of the later books too but to a lesser extent mm-hmm. so later one of the other pirate romances i'm going to mm-hmm. talk about but this one i was like what do you mean he's just magically fine now because he was like tortured and raped and like left to fend for himself on a prison island like you don't just yeah <laughs> love doesn't necessarily conquer all guys what do you mean so anyway there's that mm-hmm. the other beverly jenkins is captured i liked that one a lot better it still wasn't one of my favorite beverly jenkins but like if you're like i want to read a pirate romance that isn't about a white person mm-hmm. this one she's enslaved and he's a, a notorious privateer and he steals her. Kidnaps her. I don't even remember the rest of that book, honestly. He, like, takes her back to his island. Oh, I think he, like, has some family drama. People get poisoned and killed. They gotta go get her kids back. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not selling this book, but you know what? It was a wild time. And boy, did the villains all die. Oh, Beverly, I love you for that. I really do. Like, I have a very clear memory of putting in the Fable group, pl- uh, group Fable mm-hmm. book club being like, this person, like, sometimes violence is the answer. I think that she needs to die. And then within that chapter, she'd been, like, run over by a carriage. I had that in one of my other Beverly Jenkins books. I remember making, like, an update on Goodreads being like, when is this, when, when? And then literally right after, it's like, oh, right now. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. It tends to – right when you're like, okay, this exactly, person yeah. needs to have a violent encounter, they and do. And it does. It just happens. Because it looks like she pushes it right to that limit, and then she gives you a little bit of grace and is like, I'm going to strangle them. Or I'm just going to, like, toss them out of care. Like, she knows when to, like, test your limits and stuff. That is a thing that I've experienced with Beverly Jenkins. So true. Mm-hmm. So, if you're looking for Beverly, she's got captured, she's got Destiny's captive. And she's up to her titties and alligators, and guys, and pirates. to her titties and alligators and pirates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one, I didn't really realize it was pirate adjacent. Um, well, I mean, I should have. I remember it being talked about, because it's How to Tame a Wild Rogue by Julianne Long. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has, a, he has an earring on the cover. Mm-hmm. And that was a big thing, because the cover is really good. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, I have not met a Julianne Long book that I have liked or loved, I guess. Like, they're all fine, but they just are always missing something for me, and I just don't – I don't really know how to deal with it. Or, like, I don't know what would make it better, but I also know that I wasn't a huge fan of it. I don't know. This is the same. She Like, this series that she's in, this was, like, book six, and it's at this hotel, like, Palace of Rogues thing. And the first two books in the series, which I haven't read, they're the two, like, founding ladies, I think, of this, like, hotel. 
And the rest of the series, it all takes place there. They all kind of like end up there. And then the romances like happen. But so much of the series is just about the other couples rather than like the main couple, which this book also fell victim to. Like you read a lot more about everyone else in that hotel than the main two, um, which was just my biggest gripe with it because I just wanted more of them because I felt like their relationship was like very fast and just very, I mean, her books are, I would say pretty like low angst, like very just vibey. Um, but she is basically unanimously loved by everyone else. So like this is, I guess a me thing. So knowing that read this book, I guess, because everyone else has loved it. <laughs> so that that's, I guess my weird endorsement. Um, but he was like a pirate kind of, I think one of the other like husbands there had like gone head to head with the hero of this one on the high seas at some point, And then he got away and it's kind of like the, is he a pirate? Is he a privateer? He's really just a privateer, but he has like he has a piratical state of mind, you know. Pirate is a state of mind, and he had it, I guess. Um, so that kind of falls into that category of pirate romance. Um, he's swashbuckling, but not thieving from the crown, I guess. Mm. Um, you know, I think if you love Julianne Long, read this book. I think you will love it. It felt very in line with everything else that I've read of her, so. Um, yeah, and I think most people do like her, so that could be a good one for you. Definitely very, like, tame on the pirate spectrum. Um, the relationship was cute. Like, they were just a cute couple. I wanted more of them, but, like, they were they were good. Um, it was like they had to pretend to be engaged or married because the two owners of the hotel thing are, like, pretty traditional. And so, like, they had to, like, pretend. And she was, like, a miss of, like, the ton, so, like, everyone knew who she was. And so they basically, they were like, weren't you engaged? She's like, yeah, but he's now my husband. So I think it was husband. Um, so it was a little bit of like fake, faking it. But yeah, not much, not much for me, but maybe for you. I don't know. But that one I kind of like stumbled upon before I realized I should be reading more pirate romances for this episode. So that one, it was just kind of an extra, thank God I read it because I can count it. But <laughs> um, let's see. Wow. <laughs> we have one that we've both read, which is also like a former pirate situation. Ooh, do I have a quote for you? Oh, I know what it is. Well, this one is I never claimed to be a successful pirate, just a persistent one. Okay, I don't I didn't know that, that was the one you were gonna <laughs> go for. I thought you were going for the uh Yeah, it's gentleman pirate. That love, is and retired. Not that it mm-hmm. matters. Which is just actually probably the funniest thing anyone said in that book. Uh, for some reason, that is – it sent me into oblivion. That it's book. Gentleman Pirate. If you don't know, we're talking about Gentle Rogue gentle by Joanna rogue. Lindsay. Gentle Rogue. He was gentle and a rogue. He was surprisingly gentle. I just assumed yeah. 1990, I think. Like, it must be a bodice ripper. Yeah. I oh. thought it was a pirate ripper bodice. A pirate ripper. There we go. <laughs> um, pirate ripper. If Jack the Ripper were only attacking pirates. Uh, oh, my God. I assumed it was a pirate Or if Jack the Ripper, ripper was a pirate. Ooh. But he was actually, like, not only – he's only killing bad people, not there we go. dudes and women. Yeah. And yeah. was actually maybe an antihero rather than just a villain who needed to be dealt with yeah. viciously. Um. I the, the this book was always so like it was like on a pedestal I guess I don't know like 
when we asked for recommendations for our old school school books was the like gentle rogue wasn't recommended i don't think as like a foundational remember getting this romance for people i don't really see it talked about um a lot of people that i know and like their opinions that i follow didn't like it Mm -hmm. um they haven't read it recently so it's like a like a while ago um someone like three months ago gave it like one star on goodreads i'm like what does this book do to you um so like i had just never really heard much about it i just assumed like you did that it'd be like a bodice ripper and I just, I don't know, like, it was so different than anything I was expecting. And you were right when you said, I don't, I think, I don't know if I cut it out or if it was still in the episode. You said the audiobook narrator wasn't great, which I do agree with. And then it got better as you kept listening. Yeah, once you kind of got used to it. It got, it got I liked, And I think she, like, I liked her voice for everybody except yeah. for him. So She, like, like, made his, she made Anthony sound a lot hotter. Yeah. Than I him. It might have like, been maybe she narrated his book also. I and bet she had committed to that. Yeah, she had to distinguish, which, which is tender rebel, yeah. I believe. Um, I will be reading, and also the first one. Um, I do think besides the fact that I didn't love her voice for him, mm-hmm. I think she added a lot of humor. It was yeah, to I the, agree. Her delivery. Yeah, I wasn't Especially with all the, the brothers. <laughs> the bro- like, if you want an ensemble cast of just a lot of brotherly brother antics of both on both sides they both had a large family of brothers um it was really brothers were yeah oh funny and i love the camaraderie of big families in books so that really hit the spot i have a hard time with some siblings in books because i also have quite a few siblings and Mm in-laws and i feel like it's really hard to nail like a believable relationship to me because sometimes Mm -hmm. they go super like more in contemporary, but anytime I hear somebody call their sister like sis, sis, yeah, or bro, I'm like sissy. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. mm. See, it's far more believable to me these guys who like beat each other up, but also do love each other. But also, their favorite enemies are themselves. Yeah, like yeah. will physically fight. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I had three additional brothers to the two mm-hmm. that I already have. This makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is accurate. I, mm-hmm. They were so funny. It was. And then the fact that he had brothers too. Like, honestly, I maybe need like a spreadsheet yeah. of who's who because there were a lot of names being thrown about. And I was I think like, huh? At the end, I had figured out it Most, took me I, a all the notable ones that like I need to yeah. know and like how the families all stitched together. And then like reading the summaries for some of the other books, I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as as I was going along, the audiobook got better. And again, I was going to do it physically, but I just didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. Like, simply, I wouldn't have read it if I wouldn't have done the audiobook. Um, yeah, it just because it starts like she was she's going to find the guy she thinks she's been betrothed to for like six years. Turns out he has a wife and a kid and was not thinking about her. And then she hates England. She's like, I need to get out of here. I don't want to take any of these English ships. Like, that's just too close to home. And then they didn't. But well, then also to they've go been to America, robbed. So they have been no robbed. money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and none of her older brothers know that she's there. She's that's the also, and she's with a guy. Yeah, he's like she's an older friends. family friend. Yeah. Like, essentially an uncle. And he's, and is he, he has a different accent. He's Scottish. He's Scottish. So then every, she, she has to like pretend to be his brother at some point, And they're like, what? She's like, don't worry. <laughs> don't, 
Well, and also on top of all of this, her whole family is like a shipping family. So yeah, <laughs> like she's very comfortable on ships. Uh huh. And they have like I will say the first hour of the book to two hours was a little bit slow. Yeah. I wasn't. I was also like at like doing grocery shopping. Yeah. Um, well, so I wasn't like, like paying, they haven't like, met yet. You don't yeah. really know where this is going. And I think if I wouldn't, if you wouldn't have told me what to expect, and even the the summary gave probably a pretty good, I think, explanation like to what the book is. Like they had that pretty good. Um, I don't know if I would have like been as willing to mm-hmm. like see it through if I wouldn't have known what you had said. But like since I knew, like I was able to, I guess I don't know, like start seeing that. I don't know. I think, like, if I would have went into it without any context, I would have been very confused and kind of, like, do I want to, like, keep reading? Like, what's happening? Hmm. Um, See, I didn't have that because it was funny mm-hmm. enough. Like, yeah. it's not it, – at the beginning, I don't think it's necessarily laugh out loud funny, but yeah. it's, like, very wry narration, mm-hmm. like, humorous narration. Mm-hmm. And that intrigued me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just takes a while for her to – they have to meet initially yeah, with her dressed as a boy. Like, so you have to get that out of the way. You have to set up who he is. You have to allude to his former piracy and figure out his relationship with his brother. Because also the brother, you've read his book, presumably. Mm-hmm. We have not, but. <laughs> presumably you're good. You're good sailors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, you would know what was going on there. And also, if we had read the earlier books, we would probably have met him. And so be more. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah, I definitely. I definitely plan to go back and read yeah. those and then reread this one. Yeah. And then figure figure that out. Anyway, essentially, um, she has to pretend mm-hmm. to be a cabin boy in order to <laughs> <laughs> to get passage on this ship back to Jamaica, I want to say, because that's where well, they're going to Jamaica. Yeah. And then it and would then be she would find her brother's ship to get home. Yeah. Because it was like a six month like trip to America with like without that. Yeah. And then she also didn't want to, like, thing. deal with the British. But then she ended up dealing with this British guy. Well, she's she like, oh, didn't know. She did not know. So she pulls up dressed as a boy. And apparently she's a believable 12-year-old boy, which is relatable. <laughs> and he knows that it's her. <laughs> not only does he know that it's a girl, he knows that it's this girl that he's met before. But he pretends they're like, this, that he they, doesn't. Because they knew the friend was literally with her. They were like, well, he's miraculously now has a brother with right. an American accent like, he who looks like well. a tiny woman boy child. And but he's they like, just assume. This is a good bit. I'm just going to pretend I don't know who this is. But it was so but funny. But instead of going the way I thought it was going to go, because having yeah. read Prisoner of My Desire, yeah, I was like, oh, this is going to get real, like, icky real fast. Because I think yeah. it could be really icky with that, like, oh, yeah. he knows she's a woman and he knows that he's attracted to her and yeah. he's on, like, a ship full of men. So, mm-hmm. like, all very dead. But instead, he's, like, very protective. Yeah. <laughs> and he's doing his best to, like, give her privacy. Yeah, like, there was one point when she, like, hadn't bathed because, like, she was too scared to, like, take off her binding and everything. And at one point, he's like, bro, you stink. He's like, you, like, I'm requiring you as your captain to take a bath. And she's like, I, and he's like, you have to, I will, like, leave. Like, you have to do that. Well, same thing with the bathroom. Like, like, same thing with going to the bathroom. Put a, uh, here is a sign yeah. you can put on the door. Because he walked in on her privacy. going to the bathroom. It's rough out here. Yeah. Yeah, like, he, like, walked in on her going to the bathroom, and she was mortified. And he's like, uh, what do I do? Like, I know that she's a woman, but she doesn't know that I know that she's a woman. Like, I don't, like, I want to make her feel comfortable. So he's like, I get it. We're all a little bit gun shy. 
just put a door like <laughs> put a, put a sign, sign on, on the door. door i'll respect it uh yeah but meanwhile he's like making Bye, her dude. sleep in the cabin and you think it's for nefarious yeah. reasons but it's actually just because he doesn't keep her safe trust anybody else well like, apparently like even just like regular cabin boys are also not safe like it's a it's, yeah it's a genuine practice apparently of like having them sleep it in the depends. captain's quarters they said it depends it can be if they think it's a concern yeah they can have them yeah. sleep in there but a lot of times they don't but he's mm-hmm. using it as an excuse because she doesn't know the cabin boys do so he's like mm, you have to in case i can't sleep and i need someone to read to me <laughs> it and was then the nonsense funny. of like aha we're making out no i just figured out that you're a woman which was so funny because like Previously, he's like, well, I can't show her my erection. I can't let her see because then she would think I'm attracted to a 12-year-old boy, which that's just simply not the case. <laughs> like, I know that she's a woman. She doesn't know that I know. So, like, that would get into a lot of explanations that I don't want to have to make. And then he just he says, fuck it. And he you just know, kisses her when she's in the disguise. And then he's like, oh, like I know. But then he doesn't, like, but then I didn't realize that she thought, she didn't know that he knew the entire time. Yeah. So, like, she thought that he only found out a little while ago. Yeah. And then. Yeah. But he knew the entire time, so then that was a thing later on. It was a whole thing. It was a so whole thing. It was the a good impetus for all of this is that she keeps being like, I am nauseous, but only around <laughs> you. That was the whole, yeah. <laughs> Literally. And he's like, time. what do you mean nauseous? And she's like, well, not like, oh, actually at the beginning she does throw up, but that's a whole other yeah. thing. And she's like, no, not like I have to throw up, but just like. I get hot and sweaty and like right. my blood rushes. and some like weird feelings. Yeah, like. <laughs> and then he's like oh because then at that point he's like oh so she's attracted to me because he was like feeling a little bit bad about like being attracted to her and then he's like oh so she's turned on too now yeah. i'm gonna make out with her and then she's like are you making love with me like i need to know for my conscience like i need to know and then he's like yeah and she's like okay proceed she said um you have my permission to proceed captain Smart. and then they just they fully bang and it was great well, and she yeah, was just funny because then she's like my my conscience like told me like it's well, just, he penetrates her and she's like, oh, I've never done this before, by the way. And he's like, yeah, I just figured I'm that out. I'm finding out. Yeah. <laughs> but it's – because he's – yeah. Oh, it's just so nonsensical. And that's only like it the is. first, but what, then, half of the book? I was going to say the first half because then, like you said, the brothers kidnap her back. Like she Well, no, so finds- she ends up just like she finds her brother – yeah and ends up and then they end up sailing away yeah and he thinks that she's leaving willfully she doesn't know that they're leaving on the boat so well, then she ends she up with her brother wanted her to be his her. mistress that too there are a lot of things there's just so and then he just shows up at her house which is great the last the last third was my favorite part oh, and i yeah. loved the middle of the book but like the last third of him just like having to deal with her brothers and like his brother like so it was much nonsense so, i just uh uh, and then he was like, I forced your family to force me to marry you. Like, yeah, I love a man who at that point with his own feelings. I know. But he's like, everyone knows that I don't want to get married. So like, I can't like let my reputation like be tarnished and think that I actually proposed to you. So I just need to let, like make them force right. me because they also forced like someone else forced yeah. like he's my like, niece's obviously husband. The response <laughs> is to go ruin your reputation. Yeah. Tell your brothers that we fucked. Wait for them to five on one brutalize me, forcibly marry us, and then lock me in a cellar because I admitted to being a pirate in the past Mm -hmm. and they were going to turn me over to the law. Yeah. And then he 
already basically loved her, but he she had never said it. So then he was waiting for her to say it. So he couldn't admit his emotions just, because he was like, I'm just kind of feeling like a little like that I'm just giving too much here. And then the scene where you were talking about where he's like fighting and then she's having a heart to heart with her brother saying that she loves him. Then he like shows up. He's like, oh, so you love me. That's great news. Because like I was getting annoyed at him. I was like, you're still like opposed to this marriage because she's pregnant, guys. Forgot about that. She's fully yeah. pregnant. Um, she tells him he doesn't have much of like a, a they're already married at this point. He doesn't have much to say about it. And then, um, cause I was like, bro, like, what are we doing? And then I found like, then I realized that he was like pretending to be angry that he was married. And then I was like, Just oh, the man. sheer amount of like shenanigans, shenanigans they also like, mm-hmm. she sails off with her brother and then he, like, they break him out of yeah. The seller only for him to kind of kidnap her and like tie up her brothers and then her yeah. brothers kidnap her. It's a lot of kidnapping. It's just and then so at one point silly. at the end, he was like, I love the breath out of her. And she's like, they're like, what kind of saying is that? He's like, well, <laughs> you were like breathless just like moments ago or like panting or something. And it was funny. I was like, bro. And he like tries to strangle one of her brothers. It was just sure the antics sure. anticking they were it was good antic roadshow roadshow i was about to say waterway <laughs> yeah so honestly it was not what i expected but it was so much fun yep yeah and i'm happy to have read it yeah what a banger what a banger and some mash uh, you go because I feel like you have a few more than I do. I only have two more, and then I guess a half a one that I've okay, read. Okay, yeah, I've got three. So let's do. I'll I'll get more serious as we go. Ooh. I'll increase the seriousness with the Ooh. next three. Uh, so we'll, we'll start. Uh, any Duke in a Storm by Emily uh-huh. which comes out in January, I believe. Mm-hmm. Amelie Howard, the woman that you are. So we've met this heroine. Actually, yeah, I don't think we met the hero. We met the heroine in at least the last book, if not earlier. I think it was just the last book. Earlier, yeah. So we we know her. She was, like, formerly married to the hero, but it's because they were both spies, so it was kind of – it was just, Mm -hmm. like, a marriage. They were a little bit of a fuck buddy situation. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, a bad divorce or anything. No, we like her Um, in that book. Yeah. Um, So she is – an English countess, because she got to keep her title after the divorce, mm. uh, who is a spy for the American government. Not against the British, but mm-hmm. she works for the Americans. And her current mission, she has been undercover for a while now as Bonnie Bess, the notorious and terrifying pirate, who has a largely female, but it is mixed, uh, crew on her ship. And she is trying to get into this deeply secretive smuggling ring, which is led by uh, Charles Dubois, the prince, Captain Prince or something, prince smuggler. He's like the prince, whatever. Um, And there's another guy also. The other guy happens to be the hero, who is his nephew. Uh, Gotcha. What is this man's name? Why am I blanking? Raphael Saint. 
who is a disgraced French duke. And he has this whole backstory with, like, the his father was, like, given this French dukedom, but then someone mysteriously implied that he was being treasonous, and so he was put in a mental institution and beaten to death, and also, like, they got to keep the title, but not the land, or something like that. Like, he's, it's, he technically still has the title, but it's very... It's not good. He's like a disgraced duke. And he mm-hmm. knows that it was his uncle that did this. He doesn't have any proof, but he knows that it was him. So he wants to get vengeance on the uncle. Uh, and there's this whole smuggling ring situation. And he's like a pirate. But also, he has legitimate businesses as well. So we open the book. He's in jail. Well, not in actual jail. He's been imprisoned by bad guys. Uh, and he breaks out because he knows his uncle's on the way to kill him. So he breaks out. He goes to the docks. He goes to get on this ship, and it turns out they're looking for a new sailing master. And he's like, yeah, that's me. I am the sailing master. Which is fair enough. He is a captain, so he can do it. Meanwhile, Bonnie Bess over here is setting up some explosives to try to take out some smugglers' ships. And also some other, like, she's been found out by this little kid who found these, like, no, like, official papers. She's got to get out of here. She, like, sprints down the dock and, like, leaps dramatically onto her ship as it's sailing away. Ships are exploding in the distance. She comes face to face with this tall, hot man. She's like, who is this? You are not supposed to be here. Get off my ship. And he's like, I'm the sailing master. (laughs) And thus begins a swashbuckling adventure in which both of them are lying kind of more her than him because she's undercover and doesn't know if she can trust him. And he doesn't know why she's trying to get into this smuggling ring. And they are fighting people and blowing things up on several occasions and like really violently taking people out. At one point, she stabs a guy in the balls. Hell yeah. They're like turned on by how violent. The other is, like, it's just, there's so much happening. There's, like, a whole praise kink situation. Mm. Also, he is, um, he's born French, but he's, his family's from, like, the West Indies? Caribbean, maybe. I can't remember. The point is he's not white, and that also plays a factor. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so much violence. Also, there's a child. quite a few good girls. There's a child who spews absolute piratical nonsense, such as, hold please while I find the picture. Nope, I lost it. Oh, you lost it. I lost my eye patch. Hey, that's a pirate. This isn't kind of him. I mean, this movie. isn't the child. This is him. Duck fucker. Duck fucker? Duck fucker. When I see that pigeon livered sack of pricks, I'm going to flatten him for that. I just like that line so much. Um, Son of a. This is the child. Son of a biscuit eater. Land ho, you scurvy ridden pickaroons. Get your daddles working before I make you walk the plank at the tip of me sword. And what more do you want, honestly? Not much besides getting Amelie on this podcast to talk about her writing process. That's and so how she true. researched 
the piratical terms. So. Ahoy there, wench. Show me your sodding treasure or face my bloodthirsty blade. Reading historical romance has really had me calling a lot of people wenches. <laughs> and, like, most people don't think that's a favorable term. But we've learned in our old school school journey. Wench is a non-derogatory term. It is a term of affection. Um, I mean, it is derogatory, but, like, in an affectionate way. And so, like, I'll, like, call my mom wench. She's like, what the hell? I'm like, I'm so sorry, but, like, I love you. <laughs> but, like, wench is wench. the historical bitch. Yeah. Like, it. I just love it so much. It's like, bring me water, wench. It's just, I don't know. It's gotten me into some hot water. But I'll remain to say it because it's just fun. So that's my little aside. Well, there you go. There we go. Um, yes. I'm so excited for that book. So excited. Okay. Well, guys, I read Lady Pirate by Lindsay Sands. What a title. What a title. What a cover. I also, I have this cover. Like, look at that. Like, she's truly is like, it's a really good, like, vintage. And I picked up because, like, what in the world's going on? Um, so basically, it opens up with a pirate ship ravaged by other pirates. And the pirate just died covered in blood. Um, and there's a lot of murder. A lot of bad things happened on that boat. Um, like, half their crew was, like, off waiting for them to come back. And then they were trying to, like, bring their cargo in somewhere. And then it got ravaged by pirates and then they killed everyone tortured everyone it was real bad news um and her her brother was the captain the lady pirate so valerie is her name pirating is her game um so she gets on board and realizes that her brother is dying he gives her the pirate ring or whatever and then he dies so she was she's been pretending i forgot she's been pretending to be a cabin boy of course for like the entire time so no one knew that she was a girl um things happened she you know takes off her disguise she's not the she's the captain now um and that was like a a time prior to when the book actually starts so this is like the prologue basically and then she's been on the open seas for a good amount of years um in this one i learned about like the whole privateering fine line between being a pirate and all of that they're they didn't have a contact to give half like their percentage like they lost their contact when her brother died so they've been like stashing away like the 40 percent that they needed to give to the queen mm-hmm. like so technically they're pirates because they haven't given her the commission yet right so like okay. everyone thinks yeah so she's like a pirate unintentionally like they're trying to be good anything that they steal they're saving it like they're not letting taxes get them down like no student loan bomb for them. They said the IRS will bomb. not be literally. They had receipts, so like they have the forty percent. I think it was forty percent in this book because in another one it was twenty percent. Um, so they've been stashing that away, and um, she somehow inherited um a title. There was some. She has like she's now an heiress or something. It was a whole convoluted sure things things happening. Um, and so basically. She has to go into English society using all of, like, her crew as her, like, 
her butler like all no. of like the servants <laughs> like they like they they hire a prostitute to be her aunt oh. because she needs to like have an entrance to society it's very kooky. It's a very kooky book. It doesn't take itself seriously a lot. It's very good. Um, so a lot of it is her having a just a humorous screwball time trying to launch herself into society. Because the oh yeah, the, wow, everything is coming back to me. I say it a lot, but it's so true. The terms of the inheritance is that she has to be married to someone with a title and pregnant and or given birth to an heir within nine months, and. The funny part of that is that there's now um, another guy. I believe he is an earl because I think she she like is the heir to a marquisate. I think through romance novel ways, um, and so he is learning at the same time that she's learning that he has to be be married to someone. His wife has to be pregnant or have birth and heir within nine months because the two people the two separate people who like made their wills were doing it the same solicitor at the same day and they like got the idea from each other and they thought it was really fun <laughs> so basically <laughs> literally because they're making your will and you're like that would be a really good bit literally went teehee-hee all the way home um and so the solicitor has to tell these two people they're at the office at the same time i know and so, like, they're both having to come to terms with that. So she's like, why don't I, like, go into society? I have to find someone. He is like, so you, you're telling me that there's someone in my same position that I also met in the lobby of this place. He's interested about that. They meet at the ball, like, officially. He is taken right away. Like, he, it's insta-love on his part. He falls first. Um, and he's just very confused as to why she's not wanting to marry him. She's like, we're too similar. Like, you're very attractive. Like, I want to bang you, but also, like, we would not suit because we're the same person. And he's taking great offense to that because he's like, I just want to marry you and get you pregnant. Um, And so she, like, goes through all these, like, bad suitors and, like, all that. It's, like, very comical. He's still like, why can't we? Like, this is, like, a perfect position. Like, literally, like, you need me. I need you. Like, baby. Um, Gets to a point. I can't even, like, summarize how we got to that point. Anywho, she now wants to marry him. And so they're on the pirate ship. And she literally, like, they have to get him so drunk because he's not going to marry her. But they get him super wasted. They get the, like, uh, person who's going to, like, officiate the wedding, like, onto the ship. He's like, I don't think I can marry you two. Like, this guy seems pretty out of it. And then he's just like, she's so pretty. Like, all, like, he, they end up getting married. He has no recollection. Then they strand them on a deserted island so that she can ravish him so that the marriage is consummated. Mm-hmm. He's tied to like two trees, like laying down. And, but he's like with it. Like, he like knows what's happening. And like, is it the best? Maybe not. Great scene. A plus. Um, because he's like, untie me like i can make this better she's like no like i'm gonna like i'm gonna take you so that this marriage can't be annulled and so she literally just like rides him when he's tied to like two trees and a coconut um and like he's having a good time she's having a good time then she unties him and then he ties her up and they do it all over again and that's only like 60 percent of the book so then there's still like more book happening and then there's, like, another villain that you don't know about because there are murder attempts throughout it. It's just very crazy because he was another 
plot money. He literally was charged with taking down the pirate. So that's why. Because then she thinks he's going to, like, he's a spy and he's trying to, like, take her and her sailors to prison because they haven't paid the taxes. And so he has no, he, like, he's not trying to do that. That was just his past life. Like, he just wants to marry her. She doesn't know that. She jumps to some, some conclusions. It all works out eventually. Um, but yeah, that island scene was cray cray. It is a crazy book. Lindsay Sands, again, a wild. She's a pirate in and of itself, like herself. Like she, yeah. And there's so much that I left out. And it was just so funny. Like the comedy of like hiring a prostitute to be your aunt, to like be your chaperone, but then is she a prostitute? There's a lot of different levels to that. So. I wish you guys could see my face. (laughs) Yeah, it's buffering. Like her face is the emoji equivalent of buffering. There's just so much happening there. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, Mm -mm. It was so good, though. Well, I loved that. So good. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I just did not. absolutely nonsensical. Mm -hmm. Like, it gave me, like, it's like what I would have wanted the Prisoner of Desire, like, the first scene to be. I don't know. Like, it was just, like, nothing else compares to that book. But, like, they're not similar at all. But just the way that she, like, had to, like, have sex with them to consummate the marriage. And he didn't know they were married. And then he was like, wait, we're married. And he's like, I didn't get married. And then he was like, what? But then he was, like, participating. And, like, he was okay with it. He was, She was, like, going to do it. And he's like, yeah. It was a whole thing. But give it a listen if you're in for a saucy time. Up for a saucy time. And he was just good. Like, it was just so fun. I don't know. It was weird. But good. Oh, yeah. Because then there's a whole pirate battle with the guy who, like, the the pirate who killed her brother. Oh, sure. I forgot yeah. about that whole thing. And that's like before the other villain that's been trying to kill them enters the chat. Sure. Like it, it felt very cuz I think it's like 2001. So it's like definitely like an older um an older one. But like it it did that like old school school thing of you think the book's done and then the 50 pages left or like take you on a whole other journey and you're like what um that's kind of like what the crusty cole one that i read did as well like i i've noticed that a lot like the plots are just plotting the entire time and then like you're like oh we're done no no we're not so yeah well it was great on the complete opposite end of that spectrum uh I told you, I got one for every pirate romance mood. So if you're like, that sounds very silly. And for some reason, you're not down with that. You're like, I want just the most meticulously researched political intrigue pirate romance. Uh Uh-huh. Across a Moonlit Sea. By Marsha Canham. This is the first in, I don't know how many books are in this. I don't know if it's a trilogy. There's at least one book uh, called The the Iron Rose, I want to say, that I, I almost started with that one, but then I, I realized that this was also on my TBR, so I started with the first one. Gotcha. It is so, it's like, I, I almost 
got lost in the like politics not politics exactly but the romance took a little bit of a backseat I didn't really mind that I thought it was still great but Mm -hmm. it it you will get into the nitty-gritty of like being on a ship and we are in a sea battle and you are gonna hear about the cannons and you are gonna hear about how the navigator is turning the rudder and the sales are doing this that you're gonna get all the information you're gonna be below deck high seas so we start with uh so it's during queen elizabeth's the first uh rule and the spanish are look i don't know history there are rumors (laughs) that the spanish are raising an armada oh yeah one of my books has something to do with something about that. Yeah, but Queen Elizabeth doesn't like spending money, um, and she can't really use tax money to build her own navy or like build up the navy. Mm-hmm. If there is doubt about that, like they're not technically at war with Spain yet, but uh, Spain is being Spain, and the Inquisition is inquisitioning. So we start with these two ships. Oh, so Queen Elizabeth has these privateers that are, like, it's a whole bunch of privateers. They're known as, mm-hmm. like, uh, sea wolves or sea... No, well, he's a wolf. yeah, Pirate Wolf is the series name. Yeah, no, he's the Pirate Wolf. Sea Hawks, maybe? That sounds wrong. It sounds like the football team, but I feel like I might be right. <laughs> Seattle? Um, I mean, that, I mean, the ter- the term came from somewhere. Let's just say point. it came from, it came from across the moonlit sea. <laughs> And history, but basically across um, Moonlit Sea. It, Football, romance, intersection. Uh, Seahawks. Yeah, dashing privateers yeah. known as Seahawks banded together to guard their country and their queen against the invisible, uh, the invincible, not invisible, armada mm-hmm. being amassed by Spain. I wonder if people from Washington and or the surrounding states intrinsically knew that. Like, they're like, we know what a fucking Seahawk <laughs> is. Like, it's part of their lore. So I feel like, like, the sea, the washingtonians they, they or whatever knew. they're called they they my apologies so to yeah washingtonians um is that what i i have no my idea this, if that's not the correct i, I don't, don't know. know the point is uh, we start the book with uh simon dante who is a frenchman Ooh. but is a privateer for elizabeth i don't really know what is going on there it doesn't matter um so he has his ship and uh oh i am blanking on his name it's like something blood he has an ominous sounding last name. Uh, Bloodsucker, fame fucker. So true, so true. I don't remember his name, uh, but he's a British. Another one of the privateers, and they each have he's their a British. Sh- he's a British, and they do not like each other. But they've been on this daring mission to go. Uh, I don't even remember what it was, but they went and stole a bunch of stuff from Spain. And nobody thought it could be done, but they did it. But now their ships are both damaged. The entire and they've plot got, of Ocean's 11, 12, and 13. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they've got all these Spanish ships after them, and they're, like, hiding behind an island, and they've got to get out of here. And they don't like each other, but they Let's hatch this plan where uh, Simon is going to sail his ship out and, like, draw fire, essentially. Um, and then the other guy, whose name I'm forgetting but is very ominous, is going to come out from the other side while they're distracted and start pew-pew, pew-pew, shooting down these ships. So he goes out, he pulls fire from these six different Spanish ships, uh, 
his ship has taken damage. He's waiting for the other guy. He Critical sees the loss. other guy sailing away. He has taken uh, all of the remaining provisions and dumped the rest of the sea and yeeted himself out of there, leaving Dante and his crew for dead. So they take out four of the six ships alone and then leave the other two critically damaged. However, they're not doing great by the end of this battle. Meanwhile, there's this little merchant vessel. And our heroine is on this vessel. She's the daughter of the captain. uh, And she's also the ship's navigator and also a cartographer. Mm -hmm. So she is living her best life, truly. Uh... And they find this ominous boat floating and they go see what's going on because it looks pretty beat up. And they find a bunch of guys who have been stranded for two weeks with, like, no water. And it's clear their ship has been absolutely ravaged. Um, And then it turns out it's Simon Dante, a very notorious guy, the pirate wolf. Uh, And he basically is like, I need to put all of these very fancy and one-of-a-kind guns on your ship. Because I don't really care about the treasure, but these big cannons do need to survive. (laughs) And the other pirate is, I mean, the not pirate merchant, the captain's like, Mm -hmm. "Mm, I don't know about that. And Dante is like, I'm actually seizing control of your vessel right now. (laughs) And I'm taking your daughter with me to ensure that everything goes smoothly. She's really pissed about it. He doesn't really care. He's just trying to get his stuff onto the other ship. He does. She's mad about it. But then he's like, hey, man, really sorry about having to do that. Um, I just really needed to move these guns over. And the other captain's like, you know what? Fair enough. You are a very notorious guy, and I respect it. And then they just kind of hang out on the high seas. And then they go, they find, well, he has documents that he's trying to translate because Mm. it proves that Spain is building an armada and they have to crack this code. And also they're banging because she's like, you know what? Fair enough. You're really hot. I would like to do that. And then other privateers show up, including the bad guy. And they go to like invade because they've cracked the code and they have to go take out all these ships that Spain is going to (sighs) use. And there are more sea battles. And at one point, they do fuck in the rigging. They do fully mm. bang in the rigging because he came out. She had taken over the watch and then she fell out of the tower and got caught in the rigging. <laughs> uh, uh, and he's like, oh, no, because he sees her caught in the sail, essentially, uh-huh. like about to die. And he climbs up there and grabs her. And then they're very horny. And he f- fingers her. And I was like, in the rigging? And then they full on... Like, at a height? Yeah. Or have they crawled down? No, no. In the rigging. Oh, my. Like, high in the rigging. Wow. Yeah, like 30 feet off the deck, I believe, oh. is the... And then they full-on have sex. And I can't quite... Fi- I thought they were just up in the rigging, but then it mentions them straddling a yard arm, and I was like, oh, okay. And he's, like, holding the mast. Oh. And they're straddling a yard arm. And they're also okay. in, like... But they're, like, looped into the rigging. I don't know, but apparently the author has a note on her website about how that's actually possible. I love that for her. So She had two Barbie dolls, fake pirate ship, and a dream. Just so much detail about Damn. ships. It's also very funny for some reason. These two lines, like, really stuck with me. Where, number one, they – oh, they take – there's also a side plot where they take a Spanish vessel and um, they're traveling with, like, a Spanish duchess on board and they take her as, uh, like, a hostage-type situation. But one of the sailors is, like, he falls in love with her. 
So that's a whole thing that's happening in the background of all of this. But while they're there, the Spanish, like, captain guy is not pleased about this. And he shoots, aiming for Bo, Isabeau. Or no, sorry, at him, she pushes him and ends up getting shot. It, like, graces her temple. Mm-hmm. And when she comes to, that man doesn't have a face anymore <laughs> because Dante shot his face off, um, as you yeah. do. And some guy walks in and goes, Christ Jesus, he doesn't have a head. And his response is, yeah, he lost it in a moment of carelessness. You know? As you do. We've all had those days. Everybody has those days. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. That and at one point, one woman is described as having a face that could launch a thousand ships in the other direction. (laughs) And I think that's the funniest line I've ever read, actually. (laughs) Tell me that's not so funny. That stuck with me. That lodged itself into my little brain. That, mm, that's a good one. Yeah, so it's full of those little gems where you're like, why is it so funny randomly? Oh, my. Okay. So there you have it. She had a face that could launch. Oh, also in his past, he had been, like, taken by the Spanish Inquisition and, like, tortured and stuff. So that's why he hates the Spanish. Just as a side note, it's a little bit on the darker side, but not crazy. Hmm. Taken by the Spanish Inquisition could also be a romance title. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I don't really add, think so. Add taken pie. Add, add taken pie. Add taken by in front of anything, and it can be a romance title. I, taken by the could be, but should it? No. Oh, I just removed. Nobody name. expects the Spanish Inquisition. Romance reasons. <laughs> taken by the blank. Ugh. Well, I read this one because I simply... Ooh, I have to plug in my laptop. Hold on. No. Hold, please, or else do, we won't do, have a podcast. Do, do, oh, shit. Do, do, I'm not, like, terrified do, that it's going to, like, cut off. Do, 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 do. Oh, my God, Hannah. Wow. That was crazy pressure. <laughs> I'm back. Um, so this one's just been on my TBR because it's the first Cressley Cole book that she ever wrote oh. in 2003. And at least I think, like, in her Goodreads, like, that's as far as it goes back is 2003. And then the next one, the series is 2004. It's The Captain of All Pleasures. And this is, again, one that's kind of, like, piratical adjacent. Like, Mm -hmm. pirates a state of mind, not a state of being at this point. Because they're all basically, like, privateers. And they all – well, not even that. They have, like, shipping lines. So they're just – they got big boats. But not really pirates. But – They do they don't lie, yeah. And he looks piratical. He's huge. Um, and there's a pirate ship on the cover. Anywho. Uh, yeah. I feel like she wrote this book and then she turned around at probably the same time and wrote the the Immortals After Dark, the second or the third. The one that we read for book club. All that The one with Sebastian um, when they go on that. like Because kind of, this, this is a great race. Mm. And then there's like... Uh, an Immortals After Dark one where they're also on, like, a huge game. It's, like, a game mm-hmm. world traveling thing. And they there were just parallels there. I was like, did she really want to just keep writing, like, the, the Amazing that, Race? The Amazing Race, yeah. Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, but basically there are two um well, there are a bunch of different shipping lines in this competition. Um, you get notoriety, there are like a bunch of benefits to winning, and both of them, her father and then him, um, they have two independent lines and they each need to win for different reasons. Um and it starts out and she enters basically like a notorious like bar slash brothel looking for her father who is like doing recon on some situation that he's been investigating and she meets the notorious uh captain (laughs) no Derek sutherland unfortunately um she like makes eyes across the bar at him and he's like stay she's like i can't i have to go he thinks she's a courtesan or a prostitute yeah, he, he doesn't know. Like, he has no clue who she is in relation to this other guy, his mortal enemy. Um, and her father's like, "Stay away from him, don't do it." And she's kind of like, "Well, what if I did?" Um, so then she goes back home. She hears a sound in the middle of the night. She goes to investigate it. Someone's trying to like break into their ships. She is on the verge of being attacked, and it's like a whole thing. She gets saved by Derek Sutherland. And then he takes her aboard his boat um, just for safety reasons. Um, And then he's like, well, this is great. Now I can bang her. Like, I've been (laughs) thinking about her. (laughs) Now I've got her. Well, this is perfect. (laughs) He literally was like, well. I love the way this has worked out for me. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, fate was great to me tonight. And then they make out a little bit, but they don't have sex. He, like, tucks her in, gives her his socks. Um, so she like spends the night cause she can't go anywhere else. Then she, she like sneaks out of his place in the morning. Like he like sleeps with her. Like he's like, <laughs> he's like, what if I like get naked and like crawl in next to her, but don't do anything. And so he did it. And I was on his side, honestly. I was why like, is, you know, why are they all acting on their like <laughs> piratical urges, piratical urges, but like impulsive yeah like intrusive thought yeah well because he's like i sleep naked so why would i ever consider maybe putting on some fucking pajamas <laughs> like no i'm just gonna sleep naked next to her and so then she wakes up and she's like hmm he fully has no clothes on <laughs> um and she's like well i gotta get out of here because my dad's definitely looking for me and like my ship crew is also looking for me and like it was a whole thing so she walks out of his ship his crew sees her she's just like swaggering out um and she like looks at his like pirate like his like navigational like plans and everything she like corrects them because he made a mistake and so he like because he thought that she was since she since he thought she was a prostitute he was like explaining like everything very like simply about shipping and everything and then she was like yeah okay bud and then when he's asleep she like corrects it all and he's like oh well that i made a fool of myself um not only for sleeping naked but also for underestimating her intelligence um fast forward um her father is none too happy that she spent the night uh at the notorious Derek sutherland's boat and so he storms out in a little rage just absolutely attacks Derek. <laughs> like they're just having a fist fight he's also an earl Derek. so the father gets tossed in jail because that's why are the you, you pi- I know that. he's not a pirate, but why are the pirates always also British nobility? Yeah. Or French. Yeah. Why why are all these nobles also pirates? I know. Confused. 
definitely confused. Um, I was like, what? He's an Earl? Okay. Uh, so yeah. So since it's a crime to do what the father did to him, um, he's in jail. And then she is distraught over that. And then even though Derek like tries to like get the father like out of jail, like there's some corruption going on. So they're like keeping the father in jail. He can't sail. She's like, well, I'm still going to sail and win this race because like our shipping line is on the line um, if we don't win. So then her, his like second becomes the captain or whatever. And then she like helps sail that ship. Well, she knows his travel plans, which are like very dangerous and going close to Antarctica and all that shit. And there's sabotage going on that they don't know. That's what the father was investigating. He was investigating in the brothel. And so, like, their rudder falls off at the beginning, and then they're being towed by, like, a commercial thing. And then there's, like, a huge storm, and uh, basically the ship falls apart, and she's, like, tied. Like, everyone, like, ties himself down to this boat. And so, like, the Derek's boat is pretty – they, like, weather the storm, like, pretty well. His ship was poisoned. <laughs> like, all of their water supply was poisoned. So, like, they're all kind of, like, throwing up, probably pooping everywhere. And then her ship is weathering the storm terribly. And so basically, Derek thinks that she poisoned the water because she was in that section of the boat when she left um, his boat the night before or whatever, or the few nights before. And so when he, they like bring on the entire crew of her ship and her and all that onto his boat. And she's like super happy. She's like, yeah, he rescued me. But no, they've like imprisoned them all and like they've like, inter- like interred or whatever, all the crew. And He's, like, super angry at her. He feels hurt, betrayed. She feels hurt and betrayed because she doesn't know what he's angry at her about. It's a whole thing. And so then a lot of that book is where she's kind of, like, his prisoner. And then he figures out that she didn't do it. And then it's a whole thing. And a lot of it was on a boat. Like, a lot of this book was on a boat. And then um, fast forward, the race happens, shenanigans happen with that. Fast forward to, like, the bombshell secret that he drops. Which I don't quite. I'm not gonna spoil it because honestly, I think you should read this book. Like it's like it's Cressley's first book. I feel like it's foundational. Um, but like, I was not prepared, and there was not a lot of the book left for them to drop that shit on me. So then I was like, huh? And so then they get back to England, and long story short, he was never. He did not. He couldn't marry her. And she was really upset about it. So then he leaves, doesn't tell her why, and then he has to reckon with that. And it's a whole thing. But it was good. Like, it was good. I don't know. I will say the 50 pages, I was like, huh? A lot happened at the end of that book that I was not prepared for. But it was still good. And I thought it was, like, dramatic. And I thought they, like, came together in a good way. Um, but you could see a lot of, like... Shiver me Tim. You could see a lot of Cressley like later, like her later books, like in this one. Um, and I got the because he has a brother um who was like running the estate because this dude was like a drunk and his life was ruined by the big secret that we found out later in the book. Um, so then the brother is gonna go in the next book to rescue uh this nobleman's family who has been lost at sea for years. Um, so he's volunteered for this mission. And he's going to take his boat because he and his brother, Derek, own the shipping line. So he's going to take one of their boats, go off to foreign lands and find this deserted or like this family that everyone assumes is dead. But 
obviously the heroine is part of this family so she's not dead not a ghost not a ghost yet um and a vampire but yeah so i'm gonna be reading that i ordered it from half price books because um the kindle book is 10 bucks Mm. and on amazon the mass market is like 12 and i was like no so there are a few on pango books as well um and libraries didn't have it quite rude but the writing was really good i read it in a day and um a lot happened and like i gave like a I talked for a while, but I gave, like, a pretty vague – like, there was still a lot that happened, like, I didn't cover, and, like, their dynamic was really fun, and all the boat shenanigans um, I really enjoyed, so. Yeah. Wow. Good old Cressley. I wish she would write more, because I still have her other historical, like, that trilogy that she has um, that isn't Immorals After Dark that I need to read soon. I mean, there's also, um, like, contemporary I- series and things. Yeah, she's got the Arcana Chronicles. Um, that one doesn't interest me as much. It's like closer to YA, like I've seen in her Facebook group. Um, it's super long as well, and it's still being written, which also doubly terrifies me. I'm already in IAD. I can't take on anything else. Um, yeah, she's got like the Game Maker, the Professional, like that. I, w- I wonder what she would do in Contemporary. So, um, But for that, I, th- I think that was her first book. For that being her first book, I mean, that's crazy. I can see why she went places. So, yeah. Well, there you have it. Um, I'm going full pirate, full dark. Ooh. Full. This is a tortured individual. This man. Uh oh. He's a bad guy. But is he? Uh, the Pirate Prince by Galen Foley. Which oh, oh she that- writes some. I read one of hers, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Galen Full. So I have, I've been meaning to read Princess, which turned out to be the second book in this series. Mm. Um, it's giving me, uh, I know you haven't read it, but if anybody's read Shadow Heart by Laura Kinsale, it mm. really, really reminded me of that one. Um, they have a similar, like, Italian princes who have been or well I, I don't think he's really a prince in shadow heart but basically italian princes who have been like exiled or ousted or are no longer there and then they take a girl who is connected and they go on a very long dramatic quest to like take back the kingdom or whatever and also shadow heart uh the hero we actually met in for my lady's heart he was like a he was much younger in that one mm-hmm um, and was he, he had things to do with the heroine um, and in this one you meet Santiago uh, I can't remember his Darius Santiago um, you meet him pretty late in the book but they kind of take him on and end up taking him as a ward um, and he becomes I think if I, I I just read the description for Princess the second book in the series I think he becomes I think he becomes uh, their spy and falls in love with their daughter. Mm. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, you have this Italian island. And, of course, if you know anything about Italian history, it's all divided into a bazillion different pieces. And everybody's constantly getting conquered by other people and whatever. So, it's this fictional, I think, island called Ascension. And uh, they used to have... Uh, a royal line and 
years ago, uh, the entire royal family was murdered. Uh, there is some conspiracy, but we, the reader, know that the now governor, who is uh, the Genoese, have taken over, but the the governor, who is the Monteverdi line, was responsible for killing the king and his family. Uh, and his daughter is there when she is very much like uh, the people are suffering and she wants to fix it pro people's rights pro old ascension uh she's pretty Mm. rebellious well inwardly rebellious like she she loves her father she was raised in paris brought back to ascension loves her father but doesn't really know him wants to like help the people so she's gotten herself betrothed to this guy who's gonna help her with all of this meanwhile there's this rumor this legend because the uh oldest prince lazar who is like i think third or something at the time of the murder he was chased down by guards to a cliff and ended up taking a dive off a like 200 foot cliff into some rocks rocky the water. cliffs of insanity uh and they never recovered his body so Classic. it's pretty much understood that he's dead because how could you survive that but of course the people are kind of keeping this hope alive <laughs> that the prince is still alive lazar sure is still alive he does not want to be the king he does not care about any of that. His life has been consumed with the concept of vendetta. So he has come back. <laughs> vendetta? Yeah, it's Italian. He has come back to his plan, kidnap the governor's daughter, kill her in front of her dad to make him suffer the same thing that he suffered, and then kill every single member of the Monteverdi family. Whoa. So he goes, he finds her, she's, like, out amongst the people, she almost gets raped by her betrothed, and he rescues her from that, so she doesn't know who he is, except that he's hot. Also, she's seen a portrait of Prince Lazar, and he's, like, her fictional, like, she's in love with this mm-hmm. idealized version of this long-lost prince, so that's a whole thing mm-hmm. for her, but she doesn't recognize him, and she, she thinks he's a rebel, so she's going with him, but then suddenly he's, buddy. like, holding her hostage, And then all of a sudden he realizes that she's wearing the colors of, like, old Ascension and that she Mm -hmm. actually is not like her father. And he's like, perfect. I didn't want to kill her anyway because he, like, (laughs) thought she was so beautiful and naive and charming. He was like, I just won't kill her. You're so beautiful and naive and charming. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, this is great news for me. He locks her in a tower. He lets all of his, like, um, uh, soldiers in to take over the – he takes over – he tells the dad who he is. It's a whole thing. She ends up getting, she like breaks out of the tower, but then gets taken by one of the guys and like locked in a ship. And as soon as he realizes that she's not there, he loses his mind, goes and finds her, kills that guy, drags mm. her back. And he's intending to like let her say goodbye to her father, but like that doesn't work out. So he gives her to this other, like his older, his like tutor, who's like a very <laughs> nice guy who's just been on the ship with him for, like, ten years. He's like, here, watch her. Make her go to bed. Like, she's really tired. You take care of that. I'm gonna go deal with this vendetta. And the guy is like, this is gonna... This whole thing he wants to carry out... The tutor is telling her. He's like, I need you to go stop him because it is going to tar his soul for eternity. 
<laughs> so she heads on up there. He has rounded up her entire family, like extended oh family, against the cliffs and has basically it's give, it's, a giant firing giving, squad. Oh my god, it's giving the Romanovs. Oh my god. It is giving the Romanovs. And he is about to kill her entire family. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like goes to sacrifice herself, is like, you have to kill me if you're gonna kill them. He doesn't want to. He's been feeling conflicted this whole time, but he like he has to go through with it. He's also deeply suicidal. Like like on page deeply suicidal he's like i just have to do this basically and then i can Uh go like do what i've been wanting to do this whole time anyway she ends up persuading him not to do it but then her dad kills himself anyway just like her mom killed herself supposedly years ago he she has agreed to like go with him and be his slave essentially like do whatever he wants to Mm -hmm. her as long as he doesn't kill her whole family and eventually he's like you know what fuck it fine you all can live i don't want to do this it's fine. Sails away with her. He doesn't rape her and alludes to the fact that that's because he knows how it feels. And so you get hints of this, like, deeply traumatic past because where has he been in the past, like, 10 plus years? Experiencing the horrors. That's where he's been. The horrors. The horrors, but, like, <laughs> just, the horrors. just the absolute horrors. This is where the, like, anti-Middle Eastern stuff kicks in, yeah. which is that unfortunate side effect of some, uh, not side effect, unfortunate feature yeah. of some old school. The villains are often, like, shakes. Mm-hmm. And in this case, that is that is what that is. Um, but they like go out. He doesn't plan on going home, and she doesn't even believe that he's the long lost prince for a hot minute. But he is, and then he lets her believe that he's not. And then eventually, she's convinced, and she's like, "Okay, well, you need to like go back and take your kingdom back because they were suffering." And he's like, "No," and she's like mad about it. And eventually, he decides he is going to do that. But if he's going to do that, he's got to go back to that guy who horribly abused him and he was a slave for because he has this ring. And the ring fits into the sword and the sword's been passed down through the generation. So he needs that to prove he is who he says he is. So they got to go deal with that. And meanwhile, he can't marry her because he believes that he's cursed and that everyone he loves is going to die. So he doesn't want to put her through that. It's a whole thing. And also, again, deeply traumatized and on-page suicidal. Like, he almost commits suicide and she has to, like, stop him. So heavy, heavy content warnings for, like, mental health. There's just a lot happening here. And I ate yeah. up every page. I Well, I listened to the audiobook, and I don't know that I would necessarily recommend that because they do, like, Italian accents for both of them, and I don't love his. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, it's a long one. I ate it's it up. Long. It was so dramatic. I think if you like Laura Kinsale, like, Shadowheart for My Lady's Heart, they have very similar yeah, that vibes. sounds terrifying. It's a lot of like they're on the ocean and uh, but he wants to bang her, but he doesn't. Well, he does eventually, obviously. <laughs> well, he does, guys. I- but he like threatens to rape her, but he's never actually yeah. going to do it. But then he kind of almost does. But then he's like, no. He does finger her while she's asleep, which feels like it crosses a line for me. But you know what? It is what it is. I loved it, yeah. though. Why did it kind of hit? I was like, this poor deeply traumatized man my favorite kind <sighs> whoa it's also kind of biblical she refers to him as like they they read the story of jonah and from that point forward she very much associates him with jonah and his ship is called the whale <sighs> and there's like some biblical allusions in there oh my you do have a book for every piratical mood <laughs> i told you because I was not in that piratical mood. Like, none of my books 
yeah, reach that that level. I mean, it was it was intense. It's not for the faint of heart. No, it was in ships. Nice. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, yeah, if you're wow. like, I just want deep end, I want trauma, I want, like, almost genocide that he doesn't go through with, I want- I don't know if that would- <laughs> A suicidal hero who was a slave for a while. So, basically, if you have a very particular- If you're like, I just want- List. Angst. Yeah. And also for them to be on a ship, and he's a pirate, but his crew doesn't know that he's a prince also. This is the one where he's referred to as the, uh, mm. he's the- Burner of cities or something. Yeah, the, uh, oh my gosh. Why will you not? The Devil of Antigua. The Curse, the Damned, Slayer of Innocence, Burner of Cities. Burner of Cities. By the way, they don't really Damn. ever get into all that stuff that he did. They <laughs> they never talk about him burning cities and slaying innocents. Because as far as I know, he almost kills all those people, but then he doesn't because he's so, like, tortured about it. Mm -hmm. And then she does a whole, like, Hail Mary situation. I mean, Mm -hmm. not in the biblical, like, she goes up and does, like, a virgin mother type pose and it strikes him and he's like, oof, I can't kill all these people. (laughs) He says, woof. That's a direct quote. I believe you. What are the direct quotes from that one, actually? I didn't have a lot. Oh, Slay, since you are so very curious, my clever Miss Monteverdi, let me tell you just what I am. A sea captain, an exile, a pirate, Miss Monteverdi, and your new master. God, these pirates are so dramatic. They are so dramatic. That is one consistent theme. They're always so dramatic, and they're like, I'm the worst person you're ever going to meet. They all say that. Or they're like, I'm going to flay the skin off your bones yeah. if you ever do this thing again. Yeah. And then instead, they like. Literally, they're like tucking them in. Like, so many tuck them into bed, give them big socks, feed them. Like literally like yeah. tell their crew, like if you touch a hair on her head, if you look at her wrong, like I will flay you alive. But like I'm going to tell her that I'm going to like feed her to you. Our like, innermost dream. Yeah. Is that not what all of like historical romance is? Yeah, and that's why, like, the piratical element adds an extra level of, like, security for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I want the pillaging mm-hmm. and, like, the the implied, like, I'm going to rav- – like, all the, like, the ravishing and all that. Like, it just really puts me in the piratical mood, mm-hmm. you know? Like, some things weren't great, but I was like, you know, it's but for he's the pirates. Pirate. It's but for the pirates. Pirate. Yeah. In terms of, like, consent and all that, I just find it, like, super hot in pirate shit. And I thought, like, it's still, like, I like it in other books, too, but the pirates just add an extra element. And so when I when I was, like, I have a wreck for any pirate mood, I think that, mm-hmm. like, I've got the ones where you can kind of, you know, it's just, like, a little hint of pirate, but nothing crazy. And then I've got, you know, the other end where he's, like, tortured and maybe going to kill your whole mm-hmm. family and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like all of those are valid. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a whole spectrum of pirates. Well, but I I saw a review. So the one that we both are part part of the way through, yeah. which we'll talk about in a second. Um. The, so the 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 Galen Foley. I saw reviews from people who like a lot mm-hmm. of the. Re- I mean, it's one of those ones where it gets a lot of like four and five star reviews, but then for some reason the first ones that pop up are all like one and two stars, yeah. and I'm like, what is the truth? It's um, so confusing. 
And they were all like how much they hated the hero and how awful and irredeemable he was, mm-hmm. which was not my experience. At, they're like the things he said to her. And the only thing I can possibly think of is that at the end, he tries to white fang her mm. where he's <laughs> like, you're awful and it, or not you're awful, but like, I don't want you like, I don't even want you as yeah. a bitch because he thinks that she's going to die because everyone he's ever loved has died. And he's like deeply yeah. traumatized and he hasn't worked through his emotions yet. So he tries to get rid of her and then mm-hmm. ends up groveling. Like, on his knees. And he suffered so much in his life that I didn't even need that much groveling, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) this poor man. I just want to give him a hug. So I thought it was so funny that they're like, I hated him. Like, he did these awful things. And I was like, you picked up a book called The Pirate Prince. Why did you expect The Mm -hmm. Pirate Prince to not be kind of a bad guy? Yeah, I will say that I don't think any of of us – there are just two of us on this podcast. Either of us read one that was like a bodice, bodice ripper, or like well, that there was actually the closest I got. And yeah, I was like, there was actual reviews like, being like, I hated him. Yeah. Like, there was no, like, none of the ones that I read at least um, yeah. had. I mean, there was like some blurry stuff, yeah. but none of it was like anything that we read in like Sky O'Malley or The Flame and the Fall. Like, none of that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I haven't. I mean, they're out there. Yeah. I just don't know which yeah. ones they are. Um, well, that's, so that I'm is... like, that was so tame compared to what I was expecting yeah. from like a dark pirate. Pri- well, yeah. and then so the one that we both started but have mm-hmm. not finished, I screenshotted this review because it made me cackle. It was a like three star review. Like she says, it's just okay. Like just couldn't get into mm-hmm. it. Um, shout out to Eliza. I don't know who this is. We're not friends on Goodreads, but your review made me laugh. Uh, so far-fetched that I couldn't get into it. To me, pirates need to be assholes, not sympathetic wieners who fall in uh, in love instantly and take their women out for picnics in the park. Slit someone's throat for Pete's sake and then make love to me. Get with it, man. That's my new favorite review. (laughs) Slit someone's throat for Pete's sake and then make love to me. Get with it, man. And I really, I mean, I'm enjoying the one. I was like, I read that book and I didn't agree with that review in the sense that I don't think he was a great, or like, I've like, I'm like 70% through. Um, and I don't think he was ever like that much of a simp. Well, I, I'm only 30%, 35. Yeah. And I also don't think that he's a simp. I think yeah. he's pretty piratical in the sense yeah. that he's a pirate on land. Uh <laughs> But he's a land pirate guy. So I don't agree with that. However, yeah, I that's do a great. That is a great love line. that sentiment. Yeah. If you're gonna read a pirate romance. Yeah. Like I I still have 30% left. I don't know what's gonna happen. Like I try to get as much of it read as I could because he's Captain Doom. This is a Thief of Hearts by Teresa Medieros. Yes. Um it's just so we read last year, um, After Midnight and The Vampire Who Loved Me. Mm-hmm. And I read a Kiss to Remember by her as well. And After Midnight really reminds me of this one. Because, like, mm. I you're so confused. Like, you don't know who's who in After Midnight. Like, you think that someone's a vampire, but then someone else. Like, it's, it's a whole thing. And she's a very clever writer, and that's how I feel with this one. Because I was very thrown off. Oh, I for... feel like I know what's going on. But, well, I'm only at, like, then, 35%. Yeah. But then I was like, but maybe like I had all these theories because she writes it in a way that mm. I was like, I think I know I th- what you're talking about. Yeah, like it kind of shaped up to be how I thought it was, but I was like, what, what's ha-? like, I had a bunch of different things, she and I think one of my off. theories, yeah, and it's like she's a very clever writer, and mm. I really enjoy 
her writing. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I'm like 70% through. So like, I, th- I feel like I got to a point where now it's kind of just like the denouement. Um, and like, everything's kind of like going whatever, however it's going to go. Like, I know the gist of it. Um, but I think it's, it's very good. Like, I, and again, like, I really enjoy her writing. I was going to say, oh. I really like just the yeah. style. I have so many highlights. Some books I'll highlight, like, a couple of things. If it's an ebook mm-hmm. or, like, if it's an audio, I'll, like, yeah. write down quotes that really stick with me. And it'll only be one or two. Mm-hmm. This one, I have quite a few. Because I yeah. just... Because well, the premise of the book is that, well, like, the first chapter or whatever, like, gave me such... Pirates of the Caribbean mm-hmm. movie one vibe when Elizabeth is a child and also kind of just like the beginning of that movie in general where like she's like on this boat and it gets taken over by pirates and it's a little bit gloomy and like mysterious you don't quite know what's happening and then she gets kidnapped by a pirate and then she has this like encounter with him Captain Doom might I add like they were telling stories about him and then he shows up she thinks he's maybe a phantom maybe a ghost I doesn't quite know and like it was just so atmospheric Mm -hmm. and I was like whoa I'm really feeling it and then her father is this admiral who is just an asshole and holds to these like entirely too high standards and basically thinks that his wife was a whore so his daughter can't be anything out of line and he's bad and he's the direct enemy of captain doom and then she goes home after she's well captain doom tosses her overboard he's like i hope you can swim hang on because i highlighted it he's so uh (laughs) surely you've heard of pirates making their victims walk the plank she nodded mutely her back came up against the starboard rail he leaned forward until their noses touch well i haven't any plank so yeet (laughs) and then snatches her up kisses her briefly savagely and then shoves her over the rail into in the middle of she stabbed him by the way yeah so she's already stabbed him at this point with a letter opener she tried to go for his heart she couldn't do it goes for his shoulder he's like oh you got his response is you just nope sorry i highlighted this too yeah it was a good response Uh, it's like the closing of that why you treacherous little witch you stabbed me and then at the end he has this whole or at the end of that chapter he's like something about his heart and her taking it or something like that yeah i don't know this i mean he is down bad for her oh yeah i mean like he what like i will admit that i was so down he tosses bad for her, him me too he tosses her over and then he's like can she even swim so he's like gonna go jump in after her so he's like literally like getting ready to have to go jump in and save her but then she starts to swim to the other ship so then he's like okay fine then we can leave now um because he was like literally like his crew was like bro we gotta go and he's like, well, no, I have to wait and see that she can, like, gets to safety. And then when she finally is, he's like, okay, let's let's get out of here. And then fast forward, she's being interrogated by her father. And again, he's a dick. And it was such a weird – because she kind of, like, idolizes him and she's, like, craving his affection. And so, like, she starts out that way. And then, like, throughout the book, she starts to be like, maybe I don't want to be, like, the perfect daughter. And, like, you're kind of fucked up. And then you're, like, really fucked up and all of that. Um, and then she gets a – bodyguard because the um the father's like you need to be safe you were kidnapped once what's gonna stop them from doing it again so then her bodyguard just sounds so hot <laughs> i mean when he like glasses, hates her but he hates but he her. also doesn't yeah it's just it's a really weird dynamic but it compels me though or it compels me though like 
And and mind you, this is like all in part one. I forgot that there was a part one until I got to part two. Oh. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's when I put in my Goodreads, you commented on it. That's why I was like scared because that like directly at 50%, it was like part two. I was like, huh? And then like they end part one in a way. I was like, who is who? I was like, what? And then part two, you're like, oh. And then it's like a whole thing. And then it's like she's on the boat. And you get more Captain Doom. Oh, I love Captain Doom. And, 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 yeah. And then she's like taking on the entire boat and they all love her. And he's like upset about it. It's a whole thing. Um, well, also, can we so just yeah. talk about like the sheer – let me just read you this quote. Because this is from chapter two. And there are lots of random bits like this. Um, he had sacrificed desire on the altar of his revenge as he had all other yeah. pleasures and emotions that might distract him from its consummation. I sure That's did highlight the that vibe one. of the mm-hmm. writing. But then also Sorry, sir, the Iron Maiden was occupied. Kevin was sleeping in it. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Kevin. Um, yeah, well cuz the the intro, the whole like prologue starts with a a kid, his mother was a prostitute, she's dying yeah. giving birth to a child. The kid has to bury his mother, defend her from like one guy who wants a tumble and then he's like look at her and he's like oh my god i'm leaving because she's pregnant she's gonna die and then he has the baby and then no mother and it's a whole thing and you're like okay um teresa does love a dramatic prologue i also love a dramatic prologue Mm -hmm. what's even the point of a prologue if it doesn't make you go oh i know loretta um yeah nobody did a prologue like that prologue Mm-mm. but truly like Teresa, like her writing is just so good like yeah. i was blown away with after midnight mm-hmm. and like she hasn't disappointed me writing wise like i think the lowest i've rated her book is like 3.75 and that was a vampire who loved me but it still rounded up to four mm-hmm. like this one i'm don't think it's gonna be less than four could be five i really enjoyed the bodyguard dynamic like um i i really liked their like their chemistry and like how that kind of developed because at first i was kind of like what's why is he being the way he is? Mm. And then, like, they start to, like, spend time together. And, like, the way that he kind of, like, there's a whole, like, ice around his heart, like, starts cracking. Like, that was in a lot of these pirate books. Like, all these pirates think they can't love. And then, lo and Sure, behold, sure. They're married to the they, sea. Yeah, they're married to the sea. And then. And robbing to their people. Woman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I so. also, I mean, again, I'm only at, like, 35%. Mm-hmm. So I haven't really gotten to the point where she started to kind of break out of her yeah i mean she does you note it like when she's it's away very, from her father yep um but i just there's think a the really... dynamic between her and her father is so yeah i mean intro like just well written i think a lot of times abusive it... relationships are mm-hmm. like emotionally abusive ones can be kind of overwrought in fiction mm-hmm. where they're so overtly yeah but it just it's just such an it, like the way she was raised is so fascinating mm-hmm. and then there's a scene where they're in a carriage and it's raining and then they're, oh. they're in the, like the the tough part of london this is a different one i believe i don't think you've gotten here yet uh, maybe oh, another not. one because there's at least one they're in a was carriage there a child? yeah and the, the that was, kid gets uh, run did. over oh my god yeah my concept of time but yeah that was crazy and then he was like, if she if she like looks at this town or like this part of town with disdain, like 
bad but also good like i don't want to love her and then she like shows emotion he's like oh my god like she's a good person it's like a whole thing and you could see the war within himself and it's and then they have a lovely little mm -hmm. carriage picnic in the rain Mm -hmm. and then her father wrecks all the charming vibes it's the rage that i it's really i know it's really good it's doing things Um, to me it got me immediately mm -hmm. It really yeah. the prologue. I was well, like, "Ooh, okay." And then you get the like you said, very Pirates of the Caribbean, like yeah, atmosphere and Captain Doom. Yeah. He's so hot. There's another, not me, just literally reading my highlights. Because there's also, a line their first, where he the first like sex scene where he like fingers her. Oh, and hang she's on, like, I'm not there yet. And, oh my god, it's so good. So when, wow, I have like I don't. Do not apparently know the order of this book. I really thought that happened before that job. No. But no, I guess it makes sense that it happens after that because then he can finally like oh. Tell me, Lucy, anyway, what oh. do you plead so prettily for? Your life? He wove his fingers through her hair, making her captivity absolute. Or your soul. Mm. What is going on? What is happening? Yeah. Why is your name Captain Doom? Mm. It's hot. <laughs> And we get the definition. We get the we get the reason why he's named Captain Doom. Oh, Slay. I'm not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's why – because it got me right away too. And I was just so, like, discombobulated and like, what? And then I see all these reviews are like, I just couldn't get into it. What do you like, mean? Like, four chapters in. Like, I don't feel like – I'm like, what? You're not, like, in the least bit, like, curious? Like, again, opinions are opinion. I do not care, like, if you don't like this book. But personally, I'm just like, I don't know how you're not I mean, I was hooked hooked from the prologue, but definitely from chapter one. Yeah. Like, I was, I don't know. I think I'm just biased. I think think she's a great author. Notorious pirate ship sails out of the mm -hmm. fog looking like a ghost ship. And then she writes it so well that you feel like you're there and that it actually is a ghost. She just, you know, honestly, she's obviously done the paranormal she really should have just made this freaking paranormal and made him an actual ghost that could have been fun um but he's as close to ghosty as he can get with being a human so (laughs) she gave him the piratical ghost vibes um yeah i don't know i think it's really well written and it's just it keeps my attention and interest because it just makes me like i'm unsteady she keeps me on unsteady footing. And that's how I felt in After Midnight. And I fucking loved that book. Mm, that was a really good book. And again, I was just like in awe of her writing, really. I was like, I did not expect that. Um, so I have a bunch of Teresa Medeiros. And honestly, I should like read one a week. Because none of them are on audio. She doesn't have – maybe a few are. But she really doesn't have any audiobooks, which is hard for my soul. Mm. She's stolen my soul with that. So that's why I'm only at 70%. I was really trying. Yeah. But damn, this t- – but I was like, I know enough to be like, yeah, it's not going to like be a bad book in the last 30%. Um, I'm just very interested to see how it's all going to go down. I'm like, oh my God. It'd be very dramatic. Yeah. But Captain Doom. I feel like we need to Captain just leave him with Doom. Captain Doom. Yeah. Captain Doom. Well. Um, eat some vitamin mm-hmm. C. Avoid scurvy. Listen to Scurvy by Pink in collaboration with Nickelodeon and SpongeBob. Go watch The Goonies because that's required viewing. Um, if anywhere in town, apparently in Texas, t- stores used to give you free things if you talk and or dress like a pirate. 
I don't know if that's still happening elsewhere in the United States. You can Google you it's, it. It's you know. see if anybody's given anything away. They got rid of mm-hmm. my favorite one, so what's that's even the point, honestly? But it's fine. Is it the donuts? The donuts. <sighs> they might still do. I think the last time we did not the free donuts, um, mm-hmm. but they do make pirate themed donuts. You know that are iced mm-hmm. to look have like a Jolly Roger or something on them. So that does feel like a necessity. Yeah. So. And I'll share it on my Instagram story, but uh, last year for Pirate Day, I made a bunch of the Windflower-themed memes. Aha, you did. So, will they be as funny with absolutely no context? Probably not, but they make me laugh. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not seeing anything around Minnesota doing much for Taco Pirate That's really disappointing. The only one I can think of was Long John Silver's. I see that pop up. I don't... I mean, this is 2023. Is this just... Well, then just celebrate in your heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen to this episode again. If you... Mm, maybe. I, I forgot. This is releasing on the day. Listen to this episode today. <laughs> I was like... I was like, twice in a row? That's a lot. Yeah. I was like, that. this is like a two and a half hour episode. Like, that's not possible. I mean, it is, but... But at what cost? I commend you if you do. You, to your soul. Lots of doubloons. Yeah your heart or your soul your soul um yeah i i'm just gonna be reading more pirate romance honestly i need that cressy cole second book to be delivered to my hands because i want to read that immediately um yeah i'm probably gonna hit up the iron rose that one is their daughter i think mm. the daughter of the couple from across the moon let's see nice i kind of also want to start the Joanna Lindsay. Mm. So many books. I know. And there are just so many that we did not talk about, that we did not read. I have two. I'll leave it with two novellas. I haven't read them, but they are shorter. So maybe if you just want like a little. A dose of pirate. Know, a dose of pirate. I hate a pirate. Um, What's a. So two. It's on our list of. We have a list. Uh, of, of pirate phrases. Oh. There's a a name for like a shot, like of oh. alcohol. A grog? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I don't know. Well, while she's doing that, um, the two that I found that are both like a hundred some pages, the Pirate and I by Catherine Ash, that's from Avon, and then Eloisa James, seduced by a pirate, um, which is also from Avon, um. I would have read both of those if I would have had time and or wouldn't have procrastinated. Um, and then there is Cynthia Wright's Stolen by a Pirate, which is a three-hour audiobook. Um, so that would have been about an hour and a half of my time that I did not have but should have. Um, so, yeah, those are three short ones that would uh, get you a quick skosh of Pirate on Talk Like Pirate Day. This is really um, fun by me. Yeah, I do not remember reading what a shot was in pirate terms, unfortunately. But yeah, there are literally... Uh, clap of Ooh. thunder, strong alcoholic drink like a shot. A little clap if of thunder get... of pirate romance. <laughs> literally, a little clap of thunder. Um, 
stolen by a pirate, seduced also, by a pirate, and the pirate and I. New favorite um, term of endearment. My uh, ferocious little corsair. Ooh. Great. Also fierce little corsair. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, there were so many choices to choose from. Um, we both, I think, made pretty good choices. So many choices. But there are so many. And next year we'll be back hot with it. Honestly, we'll probably have to do another episode on Pirates oh. before that. Because this was a fun time. They just, enjoyed- they can get away with so much. They could be literally yeah. evil. And I'm like, that's kind of hot, though. Yeah. Because yeah. they or, wear, like, tight yeah. pants and leather boots and their billowy shirts. And they walk around on ships yelling. They're probably so <laughs> gross and smelly, IRL. Yeah. I don't care. I would never date a, a pirate well, in real life anyway. George, Georgie, from uh, Gentle Rogue was definitely smelly. He's like, bro. That's so true. You, you gotta bathe. That's so like, true. this is getting unreasonable. Like, and he's like, well, I can't tell a woman that she needs to bathe, but, like, I would tell a cabin boy, and he was so conflicted about it. Um, but, yeah, I am... I don't know. I'll keep reading this one, but I don't... The Teresa Medeiros, but... So many choices to go from. And then the... I feel like Sarah McLean should write a pirate one. Oh. Because she's got that one cover that she looks like she's dressed like a pirate. Never judge a some lady, lady bear cover. cover or something. There are just so all of the later ones are so I mean, piratical. In the boat is on a boat. That's true. Docked boat, but a boat nonetheless. Yes. It's odd that she has. I just feel like romance. Right, Sarah needs to go, to go there. I mean, she writes like, like smugglers. Mm-hmm. That is true. Underworld. Underworld. Under underbelly. You know what I mean. <laughs> Those guys. Yeah. The dark underbelly of London. The Covent Garden <laughs> Kings. Mm-hmm. I just want and did full we... pirate. I do want full pirate. Did we find, like, Elisa Kleypas, that one that's a pirate? Or there is one. Um, I did not read it. It is... Is it something with love or something? Well, probably, but only with your love. Yeah. Not read that. Yeah. Nope. So, so, this is part one. Yo ho ho, and a bottle of rum, and really hot pirates. Aye aye. <laughs> <laughs>